Wake up. Wake up. You ready to get funky? multitasking face shaking whole day so you know i had that whole thing going you know what good morning what good morning uh you good know morning. what we haven't done in a long time what have we not done in a long time uh we have not done this uh-oh guess what day it is <laughs> huh? come on hey, now buddy. everybody let's do this <laughs> Guess Shake what it. day it is. Julie, hey, guess what day uh, it is. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Connie. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? Huh? Huh? No? No? Yeah, Anybody? I'm here. I'm you liking guys aren't really it. Uh, breaking it. it down with me. Yeah, you feeling it? Woo! I'm digging it. <laughs> yeah, but, well, you guys suck. Okay. Woo! That was the most unenthusiastic woo. Fine. Woo! Fine. I still love it. I still think it's hilarious. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. that music. If we ever changed our music, it would be something like that. I love that music. Some sort of funk. Break it down, Con. I just realized it's Wednesday because you played that and not Tuesday. So that makes me excited. Oh, wow. I love those feelings. It's usually the other way around when you think it's Thursday and it's Wednesday or whatever. (laughs) No, I just realized it. And then that made me remember that we have a meeting today. Oh, sorry. Wow. <laughs> sorry to burst your little Not bubble. gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, nope. it is. Nope, it, it is. It is gonna happen. No, mm-hmm. you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Sorry. Yeah, thanks for that. That's That, that was that was great. So I know that uh, Little Fishy is having a little backy pain. Yeah, yeah. And it's hurting worse today than it has... In a week. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm, she's right. She told me earlier I should call a doctor. I probably will today. So that, that's Fish great. does this thing where he does something to his body, pulls a muscle or something like that, and he calls every friend he knows and yep. says, hey, what do you think about this? And what do you think about that? And everyone gives him advice. And some of it is the same. And some of it is different. And finally, like, this has been going on with your back on and off for, what, two months? And so finally uh, today, won't. I was like, just call a doctor. Go no, see a you're doctor. Right. You're right. Just yeah, see I, a doctor. She was right. Yeah. They Well, it went away for a month and a half. Mm-hmm. It was gone. And then it came it back. Fine. And now it's back. And it's literally back, back. So whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that was the uh, extent of my day yesterday. Uh, Alicia asked me, because, you know, like all the fun stuff that I do is pre-pandemic stuff. And not all the fun stuff. It's not like there's a ton of stuff, but like racquetball or go to gym and work out type thing. 
Not stuff that I'm doing right now. And yeah, you realize like, I realize I realize that I have no hobbies. Yeah, like, I told Connie. You know I'm when, like, I need- when you have to fill out a form and they're like, "What are your hobbies?" I'm like, uh. <laughs> it's almost embarrassing. So I yeah. always I kind of realized it, but now I realize it way more that I have no hobbies. <laughs> Yeah, I told Connie, I'm like, I, I almost wish I was a bird walker or watcher. So bird I could be like, a bird walker. You put them on leashes. Uh, sounds like a pretty dope you, job. You, no, you clip, their, you clip their wings so they can't fly, and then you uh, walk them. Yeah, until they die. So uh, it's a new job. Uh, yeah, they uh, actually, a, a bird watcher, because then I could be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go drive an hour today up north and watch the mm-hmm. tickle my feather purple saucy sauce or whatever i mean you could always take that up i have no desire with all due respect to people that love it i have no desire i i've, I I've been trying to think of something uh the past week or so just for myself like what do i right. what's a what's a fun thing to do and i keep going back i might start playing with the drone a little bit because i bought a drone so mm-hmm. i might do that but mm-hmm. yeah you and plus you can get licensed and i think that'd be kind of interesting to be a licensed drone pilot right so that way that way you can take photos and stuff turn it into a little side business which is something what happens when you like go out into the boonies with your drone and it's up there and it's flying and then all of a sudden something happens and you lose it in the middle of the woods well i'll tell you this then you're Uh, walking through the tick filled woods when i first got it yeah i was trying to joke around with my neighbor and fly it up next to his uh sliding door Right. And I hit the wrong, I went the wrong way with a lever and I flew into a tree <laughs> and it smashed into it. So you just got to try and find mm. it. <laughs> so That's yeah, I owned it all of about, my buddy had taken meticulous care of it that I bought it from because it was his hobby for a little bit and then he got bored with it. Mm. And uh, I I've had owned it all of about two days and I scratched it. So yeah, it Aww. is. Yeah. So, I guess yeah, if you own a drone, you got to kind of expect for it to get scratched. Well, they have a lot. I guess that there's someone near my house my neighbor was telling me about last year that's really into drones. Like, he has a lot of them, and he makes them or something. Okay. And, uh, like, they have drone races. But I don't want to huh. do that. Yeah, that <gasps> you know awesome. what you should do? You could ma- You could make those little um, wooden boats or whatever they make them out of and do those little boat races. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And I can you have know, the, Like the little uh, one-footers? Yeah, the fish underwater. I could call it the FU. Yeah. I have no desire to do that. I have no desire. What about to the do little that. derby cars and you can go like race Boy yes. Scouts? Oh, yes. yes. Yeah, I could get like These the derby are all cars. Brilliant and... ideas. I could uh-huh. make up a Yeah, they'll, they'll be. <laughs> You'll go and they'll be like, "Where's your kid?" And like all the other, there'll be dads and a bunch of kids at the slot cars. Like I just come to destroy all the children at the game. That's a great idea, Steve. I could get a wind propelled one and I could call it the Blow Me. That's a good idea. I like that. Yeah, Mm. (laughs) that's because it's my car and and it's Uh, it's blown across uh, the track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not doing any of those ideas. You guys are mocking me. Those are great hobbies. You are picking on me. I can feel it. I, I, I think that you're picking on me. I'm pretty sure. Well, you know, I apologize. So in the summertime, um, I swim a lot because we have a pool, right? So I'm yeah. in the pool all the time. But in the wintertime, so maybe, gosh, I've been back in Michigan for October. I think will be eight years. And before I moved back, I bought some cross-country skis. And I was going to, because I cross-country skied when I was younger. Like just... I would go to a, a golf course that was near our house and and go ski, whatever. And it was yeah. fun. So I decided I was going to buy those. 
uh, for wintertime exercise, right? Okay. I've never used them still to this day. And they are beautiful. But I said to Dan, like, I am not going to go by myself to some golf course and have something happen. And then I'm laying there and I can't move and I can't get up in the snow. So I decided that um, Dan needs to get cross-country ski. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a brilliant idea. So I had a lot of fun telling Dan that. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I, I he, actually. After I told him how much they cost, he said, uh, yeah, I need to rent some first to make sure that I even like them. Yeah, I like I almost you know? wanted to like buy them for Dan just <laughs> so he could go like he's out of it then at that point. He's got to do it. So it's, <laughs> it's actually quite fun though. So oh, I really used to fun. do it when I was a kid as well. So yeah. At least it was fun back then. I don't know about now, but now my yard is like a hill and I haven't done it in so many years that I'm like, I no, and there's a pond at the bottom of it. So I'm I'm like I'm not going down a hill towards a pond when I haven't been on skis in a long time. Oh, if you are, so please I have look, to go give, someplace else. Give me notice. I'll practice my drone hobby and I'll make sure to get awesome <laughs> video of that show. Uh, well, that's <laughs> that okay because be... we have like six months before it's gonna you know not be in the 80s or 90s. I so. know. I, know. I think it's we're been okay. Nasty. Yeah. Not Yuck. fun. I, I think we're good. Yeah, so. it's not been quite <laughs> wonderful as far as the weather goes. Yesterday, I thought was quite a beautiful day, though. It wasn't too shabby. Yeah, Do you think it was goodness. quite a beautiful day? Quite beautiful. I actually was outside, mm -hmm. and I went, wow, this is quite beautiful. This I is saw, quite Steve, enjoyable. that you uh, went for a walk and faked out your kid. I did. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Wait, how'd you fake it. out your kid? Uh -huh. Because I make her think that she's walking the dog, but in reality, she's not even close. Oh, nice. It was so, super yeah, well, cute. Now, if you really mm -hmm. want to get a good video, make your kid walk the dog and then, you know, start throwing treats like 10 feet ahead of your kid. <laughs> no, I've, I've already seen her get pulled by Kobe once. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you don't even need for treats for that. Yeah, okay, got it. Got it. Okay, that, well, that's good. He's not a small dog. He's not like yeah. a No, he's not. No. Yeah. no, he's like 55 yeah. pounds, 60 pounds. I was going to guess 55, 60 pounder. Yeah, mm -hmm. he looks like a fun mm -hmm. one. Yeah, he is a fun one, especially when he freaks out when there's other dogs around. He starts running around in circles. Not Speaking fun. of your kid, I know you're going to do daddy no. tips later on in the show today. Uh, what's your uh, what's the main thing that we're going to look at today in daddy tips? Uh, I got a bunch of different things, actually. Um, and it's a bunch of uh, promoting our own social media through daddy tips. So I'll just nice. that right now. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. So today's nice. topic is did you wait, did you get your uh, word yesterday that you needed? Did you get No, that she couldn't pronounce she was having trouble with V's yesterday, so she couldn't say it. Oh, oh yeah. I, I have I have some audio of her trying to say it, but it doesn't even sound close. <laughs> oh, that's really funny. I mean maybe yeah, we what... can listen to that later. We'll see. Does she yeah. use does she use a B instead of a V? No, it was just uh, it's it's hard to was she having Try a hard time saying think. Ina? Like, what was the problem well, yesterday? As people are thinking, it, it, was, it was just basically dropping the V. Oh, that's hysterical. Uh, <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll grab the audio. Yeah, I'll, that's I'll funny. To so he can listen to it. I think it'd be funny, Cotty, if it sounded like an A-N-G instead of a V, because isn't that something right there? <laughs> and yes. Yeah. Angina is like a heart thing. Yeah, it is. Or like a breathing thing or something. Yeah. Uh, angina. Oh. Isn't that a, 
Isn't that uh is it like acid reflux? Yeah, think, my like grandma in the old days they called it angina. I don't know. She's got the angina. I remember that. My <laughs> little grandma used to say I haven't that. heard that word in a thousand years. Fish, I've got the angina. Granny's got uh, the angina. <laughs> but Steve and Brittany are teaching Charlotte all about her body and when she takes a shower or takes a bath and you know, you got to clean your body and blah, blah, blah. And so she, they're teaching her words. And so Fish, of course, was like, get her to say the word. Ha, 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 ha. That would be great. Well, here's the well, other problem. Well, that was, that was oh, the boy. thing. Because I, I think for whatever reason, Fish was thinking that I was going to. Uh, wait, hold on one sec. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I was getting some weird feedback. I had a weird program open. Um. <laughs> And anyway, uh, so Fish was trying to get me to go around and like constantly asking her to say it over and over and over. <laughs> I spent two minutes trying to get that audio, and I'm like, I am not gonna like get this word in her head. So that's all she's saying for the next. No week. kidding. So no, I, I just <laughs> no kidding. So I just did my two little minutes of it, and then I, I couldn't get her to say the V sound. So, but good for uh, you. Yeah. Well, well, I thought it was. Stop. I think that the joke, by the way, wasn't that he had taught his daughter that. It's that she thinks everybody has that. So that's what I thought was funny yesterday. Off the air, we were talking about it. Yes. After the show. <laughs> and I'm like, it's hysterical that everybody... I mean, but in this world, I mean, I guess it's, you know, think everybody has the same parts anyway, right? In this new weird world of ours. So uh, I just thought it was funny that she... Because she thought <laughs> Kobe, the dog, had that. Who's a boy. The bo yes. Who's a boy. <laughs> and she... <laughs> Punched him in it. That was the story. Not that I want to hear audio of his little daughter saying that. <laughs> Let's clarify That's that. True. Yeah. I guess Put we some context to it. I guess it does sound yeah. weird you know, without any context. You. you son of a bee. You make me sound weirder than I am. Oh, God. <laughs> we're going to get you the text question of the day here in just a couple of minutes. You know, Connie, we were just having a conversation with, uh, we, were, we were just talking to Steve about his uh, daddy tips coming up in a little bit and uh, about his little munchkin, his nugget. And a uh, sister with a brain, Teresa, texted in because uh, she's apparently, by the way, uh, his little daughter, Charlotte, is learning the words about her body. They're teaching her about her body parts, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and then she thought the the boy dog has what a girl, a girl has. So, right. anyway, uh, sister Do Teresa they call said, it that on a dog? I don't think they do. Nah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Puppy parts. <laughs> I don't think I, so. Yeah, I don't know, but maybe. Who knows? Uh, anyway. Sister with a brain texted in. Uh, Steve, uh, my oldest, who is uh, now twenty-seven, was little the first time she saw her dad naked coming out of the shower, and she said, "Mommy, Daddy has a tail." So we, thought, <laughs> <laughs> so we ended up teaching her the correct word. <laughs> Oh, so she didn't nice. grow up and think, yeah, and think uh, that men had tails. So there you go. We'll leave it at that. Mm -hmm. I just there's and a little she's tip 27 for you. now. Yeah. Well, she. Uh, <laughs> the thing that sucks about my house is there's no locks on the bathrooms. So right. she's bust into the bathroom a couple of times where I'm going to the bathroom and she always just goes, "What is that?" <laughs> like, oh my god, get out of here, kid. <laughs> Need some privacy. <laughs> <laughs> you need to change that just change out the handles yeah like do you not have locks door. by design because you have a baby or what's the deal uh, uh i mean in my rental they well one's an accordion door so oh. I, I mean i guess i could right. install like a latch lock but but the right. other one yeah just never had a lock it's it's Got so it. strange the old the bedrooms have locks so we have to like we had to remove the door mm -hmm. handle from her room so she couldn't lock herself in there yeah right. 
and then our bathrooms don't lock, so she can just bust in. <laughs> That's why Man, I hope you put everything back matter. together when you move out of your rental. I hope you put. I mean, the poor owner—they're going to come back, and there's going to be spindles on the ground and door handles in the closet, and uh, it's just going to be crazy. No. Uh, like, I hope you put all the stuff back together. Sweet she's Jesus. like a pet; she wants to be around you all the time. Yeah, yeah. She does. Hey, and at least That's she busted in when she busted in the bathroom. She didn't go. Aw, sorry, Dad. Yeah. So, <laughs> Daddy, we match. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like Daddy, and she runs around all the time saying it. <laughs> uh, Aww, Steve. Steve got all quiet. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not very funny. So, that's yeah, funny. I mean, it's kind of hilarious. From our end, it's kind of hilarious. It's not funny if it's true, dog. It's not funny if it's true. Not even a slight chuckle. No, yes, it's quite awesome, and that's great. Can we reuse, can we reuse that material in an hour, Connie? Just every hour, every day. Sure. Okay. Why not? Let's do the text Steve question of the day right parts. now. All right. Uh, we will get into it, dive into it at about eight fifteen. Text question of the day today is: What is the best piece of career advice that you've ever received? I like this question because this is one of those ones where if you're struggling with your job or you're a little bit frustrated, you can go to our uh, website later on and check them out. You know, and really, really kind of absorb some of the great knowledge that we've already received via social media, Con. Yeah. What is the greatest, the best piece of career advice that you have ever received? Steve, you want to start? I've never gotten good career advice. Not one you, piece? Like you talk Not this one stuff piece. out with the your... only, The only career advice I was given about this industry was don't stay at your job for longer than your first job for longer than a year and it's been 11 years for me so i didn't even take that <laughs> and i and i've literally gotten no other advice from anybody like we uh. have literally given you tons of advice like what in years like uh organization is key time management is important and can make your life easier i mean there's tons of stuff that we talk to you about i mean those things are pretty self-evident that's that's they're self-evident but if we were talking to you about it apparently you know <laughs> they're not no? getting done is what i'm trying to say well i'm, I'm trying to say that I mean, they're not helping that much <laughs> <laughs> i mean they're they're growing like, there's little small things that are nice i guess but uh, <laughs> I no know. we're talking about a big piece of career advice though yeah exactly and i don't All think right. i've ever gotten any of that and you know uh, what okay. steve i agree with you i've never really gotten any career advice either i would have to say that the biggest um, advice I received was from a, my, one of my profs in college because I wanted, I was going to school. I thought I wanted to go into television. And she said, you'll hate television. Um, it's all on a teleprompter. You can't have any fun. It's, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> She's like, you don't get to use your personality. Yeah, Vicky. She's like, you don't get to use your personality at all. Connie, you need to go into radio. And I was like, ew, I don't want to go into radio. And she was like, here. I called a radio station for you. Go in there and talk to them. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Fine. So do something that fits your personality would be the career advice you got then, really, right? I mean, she didn't say that, but she said, don't go into TV, go into radio. That's my advice. Uh, okay. I, I was, I'm going to write down, do something that fits your personality for you, because that's really what she implied. But she, that's she not what right. she said. She said, don't go into TV, go into radio. <laughs> that's a direct quote. Okay, so, so the... Best piece Best of career, piece of career advice. And I do believe she was right. Radio fits yeah. me way better than television ever would have. Oh, uh, best piece miserable. of career advice that you ever received, Fish? Leave with respect. And it's something that Connie and I, I was told that in my first, uh, not my first big job, that was Mahoney's IGA. 
well, Arby's, when I worked at <laughs> Arby's and I had dropped my notice in because I was going to go work at a movie theater. I don't, I've always loved Hollywood movies and whatnot. So I was going to go work in a movie theater and my boss said, I gave my notice and she said, Hey, well, make sure you leave with respect. And I did. I really actually valued her. I was friends with her for years, many years after I left as well. And mm -hmm. then she's just one of those people that fell to the wayside, but in life. But uh, I, I truly think you should leave with respect when you're going to leave a job. And that is something Connie and I have done at every single job that we've ever had to the degree where the one that probably popped into your head instinctively, Connie, I'm assuming was Jackson, Mississippi when we left there. Yeah. Because we left with respect, but it wasn't easy. They didn't make it easy. They were very dramatic and angry. And we could have said, screw you. We already got another job anyway and left, but we didn't. Every place you know, they, we've ever left, we've we've tried to leave in that hamburger. respectful manner, and they've always gotten mad at us. Every single one. Yeah. Every single job. Every radio yep. job we've ever had, they end up mad at us and never speaking to us again because we left their employee. Like, yeah. You know, I mean, welcome to the business. You know, yeah, most people I, in this business don't get one job and just sit there for the rest of their life. Uh, at least in the old days, they didn't. They moved around. They wanted to make more money. They wanted to get to a bigger city. They wanted, you know what I mean? Had a lot of ambition. And that's how Fish and I were. So, yeah. sorry, Jackson. <laughs> Nature but, of the beast, man. Nature yep. of the beast. Yep. And I, I just think it's important to do. Leave with respect. And I also in the past was told to, other, you know, speaking of the word respect, for career advice, was to respect your boss, even if you don't necessarily like them. Not, I, I haven't always done that. So I can't say that I utilize that advice. Kind of like how we told Steve, organization will make your life happier. <laughs> he doesn't always do that. So he didn't use that advice. But so I, I get you there. I mean, I don't, I don't always respect uh, my boss. I'm not going to okay. lie and say I do. You know what I'm saying? Any boss. Has it been any boss? Uh, I mean, I've respected, no, I respected a couple, but I just specifically think of that one, Connie, and I don't want to say his name, but I, I, you know, his name, it rhymes with breath and I respected him and respected him and respected him. And then he just kind of took advantage of your boy fish a little bit and I'm missing a high school reunion because I had to go to a car dealership. It was weird. So, uh, we would fish. I need you to do me solid here. Okay, man. I was like his biggest groupie, you know, like, yeah. ah, he's the dude, he's the dude. And then yeah. finally was like, Connie was like, you know, he's taking advantage of you. And I was like, yeah. I think well, and right. that's the thing too. I think that in your career, you have to have boundaries too. Like you can't always be the go-to guy and let nobody else be the go-to guy, you know, yeah. or girl. Yeah. Um, you, you have to have boundaries. Like, no, I, I mean, I have a family, I have a life. I want to do other things, you know, hamburger but when you're young and you were young then. So yeah. when you're young in the business, you know, you're willing to do anything. You throw yourself into it. And, uh, yeah, and even that job, when I left that job, I left with respect. I mean, and, you know, we, he, we may, him and I may not have been fans of each other, but we left. So <laughs> anyway, uh, text in. You can, what's the best piece of career advice you've ever received? Uh, Connie said her best piece of career advice was go, not TV, but do radio. Steve yeah. said, I've never, no one's ever given me advice ever. <laughs> And, good advice. Uh, good advice. That was not insulting at all. Uh, <laughs> mine is leave with respect. So maybe we'll, maybe you'll be helping some people out today when you give this advice. We've already gotten a bunch of people texting in. Con. Okay, the best piece of career advice that you have ever received. We'll do that coming up at about 8.15. Next, we're going to learn a whole bunch of things. Woo! Uh, text yeah. question of the day today is easy peasy, lemon squeezy. What is the best piece of career advice that you've ever received? The best piece of career advice that you have ever received 
received. We'll do that coming up at about... I learned something today. Every time I learn something new, it pushes some old stuff out of my brain. I'm learning. What did you learn? What did you learn? All right, we're at 643 now. Hmm. Do you remember back in 1979, because all three of us are from Michigan... Uh, 1979, and and Steve, I assume I, your dad was working at Ford at this point, right? Because you're a Ford no, fan, my dad, right? my dad was yeah, uh, my dad only worked at Ford in his 20s, so that was like the, oh, okay, oh, yeah, yeah. 60s, so this is a little yeah, 60s, okay. So do, do you guys remember? I don't remember this. Uh, the first time that a human was killed by a robot happened in 1979, and it was at a Ford plant. He got really? hit in the head by a robot's arm on the production line. I don't know. I mean, we were all little. Steve wasn't even born yet. No. Yeah. Yeah. That that was, uh, wow. No, I don't. Do you remember that? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? No, I don't remember that either. Robots kill. Hmm. (laughs) I'm sorry, but I like the the robot thing is so weird. So odd. They're going to take over someday. I agree. Uh, During the auditions for Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, Keanu originally auditioned to play Bill. And Alex Winter auditioned to play Ted, and their parts were switched after the casting. Yeah, that movie is uh, coming out, what, September 5th or something like that, and that's going straight to your TV, which back in the day, obviously, meaning six months ago, was a bad sign. Now that's just, hey, we want to make money, and no one's going to theaters right now. So Mm -hmm. here we go. Right. Don't you hate, does this happen to you, when you'll see a promo for a movie and you don't see them as much anymore, I feel like? Because they're not in theaters, but um, which, by the way, I feel bad for theaters. Except for drive-ins. Drive-ins are drive-ins are killing it. They're probably making more money now than they ever have in the last thirty years. But oh yeah, I feel sad for regular indoor theaters because I don't ever hear anybody talk about about them. I hear people complain about gyms, and you know, for a while it was salons. But think about theaters. Wow. Well, and Connie, think about the square footage of your average movie theater. And right. that they have to, they probably don't own the land, so they have to pay rent on that. And that's why they're right. doing things like popcorn. Like, yeah. uh, hey, we're, we'll, we'll, we'll make you some popcorn. Hey, anybody <laughs> want to buy a $6 box of M&M's? Anything? I mean, you're really kind of helping <laughs> <Right>. them out. <laughs> you I really if you are. can get pretzel bites from them. Probably. Do you think you get the pretzels? Mm. I, would, I would imagine so. I might probably. have to go to a theater today. Yeah, but you I never know, hear anybody complain. I never hear them complain, and, and that makes me feel a little sad. Yeah, me know? too. That's a great yeah. point, by the way. And I wasn't even but thinking But what about I was going to say was, do you, I see these promos for movies and I'm like, oh, I can't wait to see, oh, that looks so good. And then I literally never see anything about it again. I never see it on On Demand and I don't remember yep. the names of them, but I never see it on On Demand. I never see it on Netflix. I never see it anywhere. And I go, where are all these movies that I thought looked good? Because when I go to Netflix to try and watch a movie, it takes me 25 minutes and I still can't find one that looks good. Uh, the problem is it's That I it's haven't seen before, I should say. If you were working in Hollywood, and let's say you worked on movies, right? Or where you live, yeah. wherever, Canada, wherever, movies. Right. Unless you're working for Hallmark, that looks like they're pumping out a bunch of them this Christmas still. But if you were working in Hollywood, think about this. They're delaying all these movies. Uh, you know, I know Top Gun's coming out at Christmas, but we'll see, right? Right. Uh, believe it when I see it, to be honest with you, because of everything going on. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, it, and it costs them hundreds of millions of dollars, a million to millions of dollars to make these movies. And they paid these people already. The people that work on the sets and whatnot have already been paid. I don't know what what they're going to do next year when they don't need as many movies because hopefully everything's better by next year. They found out the new normal 
and they don't need to make more movies. Like Marvel bumped their movies. They just Disney just bumped Milan again, a live a live version of Milan with real yeah. people, and uh-huh. uh, which looks actually surprisingly good. And I don't know what they're gonna do. It's kind of sad. Hollywood's in a lot of trouble. Yeah, I know the uh, Emmy happens. nominations came out. We'll talk about it in a little bit, probably. But uh, the Emmy uh, nominations came out yesterday, and I'm like, man, even with TV, they're bumping all the shows on there. Like the CW isn't doing their season. I'm sorry, I'm a nerd. The CW isn't doing their season till January. Really, their right. big fall open season. Sad. Right. It's a Hollywood. It's funny, the people who make the most, well, other than the uh, people who started things like Amazon, uh, the people who make the most money in our country, they're all taking a hit right now. Oh, yeah. Hollywood and, um, well, Major League Baseball, but all the sports, you know. Oh, 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 yeah. Yeah, especially with uh, what you were talking about yesterday. The NFL is not looking too sharp with the NFL right now. And now half of the Marlins have tested positive. So, yeah, yeah, they're on a they're on a timeout right now. Okay, so back to learning stuff. There, this I find cool. This is my favorite one of the day for me. There are whales alive today that have been alive since before Moby Dick was written in wow. 1851. Uh, they're called bowhead whales. They live off the coast of Alaska and they are over 200 years old. Holy How cow. cool is that? Imagine that if they were so cool. on land and could see the world, you know, could see what was happening. Oh, oh they would have so many stories to tell. Right. Again, you, there, are, it, there are whales alive today that have been alive since before Moby Dick was written. You know, that's a, a book about a whale, right? Yeah. 1851. Um, they're over 200 years old. Years old. They live off the coast of Alaska. Now, and I want you to think about this. If you were alive that long, as long as, you know, I mean, if as you get older in life, maybe you get back trouble or maybe you hurt your foot when you were in your 20s. Think about them now. Oh, my God. They must be hurting. <laughs> well, thank God they don't have feet. Right, yeah. I don't have to worry about that. Like those They're sharks with One big with the lump feet. of blumpiness. The lump of blumpiness <laughs> is my, yeah, that's my favorite indie band. <laughs> lump right. of blumpiness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay, and then this is, so for Fish, uh, I picked this one for you today. Heath Ledger was a chess prodigy as a kid. Did you know that? No, really? He won the Western Australia Junior Chess Championship when he was 10 years old. Heath Ledger. He makes me sad. He makes me really sad. He got so into that. I have that movie poster from the when he was the Joker in Mm -hmm. Batman. And that really messed him up. You know, clearly so did life. But usually some of the most creative. I mean, he was actually a really good actor, even as far as uh, that movie. What was it? Legends of the Fall with Brad Pitt, Mm -hmm. I believe. Mm hmm. Great chick flick and dude movie. Yeah. Right. Is that the one or is it The Patriot? No, The Patriot. Is that the one with Mel Gibson? I have no and... idea. Yeah. Mel Gibson know. was Whatever in The Patriot. Wasn't yeah. he Ledger in Brokeback Mountain too? He was. Yeah, he yeah. was. I don't know how much he threw himself into that role. It's none of my business. It was his life. But I, yeah. he was good in it though. I've never seen it. I thought. Yeah. Uh, 62 years ago today, 1958, NASA was created. Nine months after Russia launched their first Sputnik satellite. No, you want Seems like NASA's us? been around so much longer than 62 years. Not yeah, like I've right. been around 62 years, but I don't know. It just seems like it's been around so much longer than that. Um, I never knew this about Bob Dylan. So 54 years ago today in 66, mm. yeah, he was injured in a motorcycle accident. He His hometown was Woodstock, New York. I didn't know that either. So in this motorcycle accident, he broke a bunch of vertebrae. He suffered amnesia. Wow. And mild paralysis, and his voice and his music were never the same after that. 
So that was the defining moment in his in his career too, and his life, I'm sure. So is it possible? What year was that? Sixty six, you said. Nineteen sixty six. Yeah. Is it years possible that the, the the accident gave him that? Everybody must get I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what he's saying. Like before that, isn't that weird? That's really Maybe. weird. Mm-hmm. Like, what if he's saying opera with perfect diction before that? Right. And then all of a sudden <laughs> he gets into an accident. He's like, Ooh, Hey, how you doing? Yeah. I, I mean, know. like that's, I don't, like, um, I, don't, I don't mean, I'm not making light of people that have been in a motorcycle accident. I'm just saying that's kind of weird. It's almost yeah, like, I gift. never, I'd never heard about a motorcycle accident with Bob Dylan before. No, uh, Fish, you've always had kind of a weird thing with for Phoebe Cates. Haven't you? Yeah. I love Phoebe Cates. Yeah. Is that because of the movie private school? Uh, what's private school? No, it was because of Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Okay, well, private school opened in 83, and it had Phoebe Cates and uh, and some chick, and apparently they're galloping on horses topless or something. Oh, I've never <laughs> I thought know. maybe I that's why. Because you bring up Phoebe Cates randomly, like, not all the time, but maybe once yeah. a year she comes up, and I'm like, what a random person for you to bring up. It, I don't it's, know, it just always seems weird. It's like one of those movies, like, for example, the movie Purple Rain. Other than the fact that it was Prince's movie, that was mm-hmm. the first time out of Lake Minnetonka. Uh, and I, I ended up living in uh, Minneapolis for a while, which is near the, where that, you know, that lake that they re- referenced, at least. I don't know if it was filmed there for real. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming it was. But when she comes out of that and you see her uh, juggalugs, you know, <laughs> and you're like, uh-huh. yeah. But Phoebe Cates, same thing with uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Old school movie, you know. When she uh, comes out of the uh, water, the swimming pool. And once yeah. Judge R- Judd Reinhardt, I believe his name was, was in there, and he was watching through a window. I guess it's kind of creepy now that Reinhardt. I think about it. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, he was in the Beverly Hills there. Cop movies, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Are they? St- I think they even redid one of those. And to go back to your Hollywood reference earlier, and I think I there's one so. of those in the can. I know Coming to America, the sequel, comes out next month. Oh, so. Gosh. I can yeah, wait. that'll, that'll be, be in great. your house for 20 bucks if you want to well, watch coming it. to America is in my DVR right now. So I'll watch that and then watch the new one. 20 nice. years ago today, Brad Pitt married Jennifer Aniston. Oh, I wonder if they'll get back together today. That'd be kind they of were fun. married for five years, almost five years. Their divorce was finalized in October of 2005. And speaking of divorces, uh, 39 years ago today, Prince Charles and Lady Di were married uh, at St. Paul's Cathedral in London, and 700 million people watched from around the world. My mother watched. I can still Seven, see her watching it. So did I. Yeah. Sitting on the couch with my mom. Oh, yep. Yeah. I could see I could see it in my head. Little little chubby ginger fish with his Dr. Pepper t-shirt on. <laughs> and uh, there's my mom watching uh, Prince Di getting married. Uh, Princess Di getting married to Prince Charles. Uh, it was wonderful because, you know, she was a commoner, really. She wasn't someone, they never thought that would work out, which obviously it didn't. But, uh, the, you know. But I don't think was, that's why. Do you? I don't think the fact that she was a commoner. Do you think so? One of the things a lot of British people, like my mother's group of British lady friends that used to meet uh, at our house, it was like every other month, but they'd meet about once a month at random places or whatever right, or every couple weeks. Right. Are those and the ladies who wore like purple jackets and and red hats? No, they did not. No, okay. No, they they, they did not. <laughs> that's a different. That's the red hat yeah. club, I think. That's the okay, red hat on. club. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they uh, but they would meet and they would talk. And I remember, I remember my mother saying and her some of her friends saying, like Mike Opdyke's mom, Terry Ryan, saying, you know, they uh, 
that they they it wouldn't work that she would it would be too weird for her because she was a commoner, huh. you know, marrying into that family like that was tough. And I just she, think she was so innocent and yep. young. Oh yeah, that's what it seemed like to me anyway. Oh Who yeah, knows? and so beautiful by the way though. I mean, and you know, Prince Charles was like it was impressive. It was like really, dude, nice pull. Yeah, because yeah, he's Prince Charles. Uh, she would have never married him if he wasn't Prince Charles. No. Yeah, well, and she ended up becoming, you know, I mean, it would have been interesting to see if she wouldn't have been, in my opinion, somehow taken out uh, that where she would have gone in life. Yeah. It would have been interesting to see, you know. I know. I and know. now her son's going to become an American. Well, there you go. Thanks, Harry. Nice to is see Is he you. actually? Is he? No. He never will, oh. really. But oh, yeah. okay. He just lives here now. Nothing surprises yeah. me anymore. Nothing would surprise me. Now, he, do you know yeah. a little, we were doing learning stuff with Connie, and just to wrap it up, I read this yesterday. Uh, Harry used to have a secret Instagram account, and it was like Sammy Maxis or something like that. Oh, I saw and that. He got how, busted out. Yeah, he got busted out on yeah. it. He just deleted the account, and his secret account Aww. was so he could talk to Meghan Markle when they started dating, and nobody oh. would know it was them. Oh, yeah. that's funny. Was Why couldn't they just text? Thing. I don't know. I don't know. They wanted to Instagram each other, I guess. <laughs> Who knows? Instagram needed a bump in stock. Uh, I don't know. All right. Toad's trending is coming up next. Uh, text question of the day is coming up at about 8.15 or so. What is the best piece of career advice that you ever received? We've already been getting best some great answers. Advice. Great answers via the text, the app. You can email at ConnieandFish.com. We're going to post, if you're looking for good career advice, we're going to post them all up on the station's website after the show. Steve has gotten no advice ever. Connie actually was told by an instructor, don't go into TV because she wanted to go into TV, go into radio, which that was great advice. And I was told by a boss of mine at Arby's, hey, whenever you drop in your notice, always make sure you leave with respect. You never know when you might need a reference or to come back. So right. uh, that's that's definitely it for me. There you go. Got some good ones, Arby's. though. Arby's. I could totally work at Arby's. Sorry, I'm totally making you hungry now. I would love that. <laughs> I know. Every time you Sorry, say Arby's, honey. in my yeah. head, I want some sauce. Remember when Arby's used to sell their sauce on the uh, yep. in the bottle? That's oh, just yeah. been a few years. It hasn't been that long. Oh, they did it when I worked I... there. Did they back in the day? Yeah, really? they sold it in-house. Yeah, the horsey sauce especially, I remember, because I broke a couple bottles once, and I was like, oh, it's a pain oh, in the butt. To yeah, no, up. I'm an Arby's sauce girl, not a oh, horsey yeah, sauce girl. That sauce, mm. I'm with you. I'm with I you. Know what I'm having for lunch today. You're mm. welcome. Roast beef in Thanks, your face. fish. No problem. <laughs> All right, let's do some shredding. No, that would be the wrong one. That's totally That's right, the you wrong. You want a rando texto? It's that time. It's already 50 minutes ahead That's of us. Totally the wrong button. Hold let's on. There's Toad's trending. Toad's trending with Connie and Fish. Connie and Fish. See, had I gone into television, somebody else would be pushing all the buttons for me, so I wouldn't have to worry about screwing up. Aw, well, we have a great rando text that we're going to do, Connie, actually, in a little bit uh, about a dead uh, dog, but we'll talk about that later. Oh, okay. oh yeah, that's right. Uh, let's talk about your Fitbit or your Apple Watch. If you have a Fitbit, if you have an Apple Watch, uh, actually, you may be able to find out if you have coronavirus via using it. So here's the deal. What? Your heart rate goes up when you get sick. Researchers right now are tracking 5,000 users to see if this is actually a true fact and this is working. In about 80% of the cases, we can see heart rate go up when someone gets ill. And what's powerful is that in at least 70% of the cases, it goes up before at the time they're symptomatic. We can see this heart rate go up 
before they realize they're ill. And in some cases, very, very clear, like the very first case we got, the individual was actually elevated nine and a half days before they were symptomatic. Yeah, so there you go. Oh, so you may want to, if you have one of those, a Fitbit or an Apple Watch, and you've been concerned about getting COVID, do some research on it today. You could uh, find that up on you know, the internet. Just search Fitbit, Apple Watch, COVID. All right, right Chick fil A, let's talk about them real quick. They have a 90 year old employee in Texas. Her name is Ann Meaford. And, uh, or Mefford, but I like to call her Meaford because she's from Meaford. Texas. Mm-hmm. She had to take six weeks off and stay at home because she's high risk. So she was absolutely thrilled to see her coworkers and favorite customers again when they let her come in and they threw a drive through birthday party for her. I'm 90 years old. We'll be Tuesday. She started getting a little depressed that she didn't think we were going to be able to do anything. Um, so we kind of got with some people. We talked to OPD, Odessa Fire Department, and we thought, hey, let's do a big fun drive-by. We'll have a little party before. Anne is just the sweetest, friendliest person you will ever meet. She- yeah, she's really cute. She's really Aww. sweet. And I like her. I'm 90 years old, and I just <laughs> did it. I like the fries. So uh-huh. it was really, I thought that was really cute. Sorry, it's hard to believe. I think about her, and then I, I think about my mom, and my mom, uh, yeah. tomorrow, she'll be 85. Tomorrow's her birthday. Yeah. She'll be 85, so in five years. I wonder if she'll sound like that. Oh I don't gosh. know. I, I Who love knows what's going to happen in five years? <laughs> my favorite is, like, the 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 crotchety 100-year-old women that are like, just shut up and drink a whiskey. Give me a beer. <laughs> I love those women. Those are my favorite. Or, okay. Or when they're like, what's your secret to living for so long? Men, I stayed away from men. Makes me yeah. laugh every time. And I think, I wonder if there's something to that. I eat two Slim Jims and do a shot of whiskey and haven't yeah. seen a man in 20 years. I have yeah. beer every day. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Okay, skydiving. <laughs> Let's talk about that real quick. All right. Dude is skydiving in Vermont. And while, while he realizes he lost something in midair. I think my adrenaline was so high and I was just so excited. I didn't even realize that I had lost it. It's very great. What did he lose? He lost his prosthetic leg. That's right. It fell off in midair. He was not hopping mad about it. Actually, he was okay with the whole thing. He he said he didn't even realize it. It was gone at first. And uh, he wasn't sure he'd ever find it, though. So here's what he did. He got home and he posted on Facebook, Hey, I was skydiving in this area. Anybody seen a leg? Uh, And and somebody found it. A farmer found it on his property. Mm-hmm. So, uh, actually, the farmer was very concerned. Uh, with, for, imagine you're farming, and he was, and he, thank God, he said, when he was using the, he was tilling, right? Yeah. Was like thank God it didn't hit stuff. him. It would kill him. Well, and he yeah. was saying, uh, thank God, when he was tilling, that he stopped it right away. And he, you know, because he would have chopped up the leg. Yeah. His machine would have eaten that thing for breakfast. So, so he was uh, out in the fields when the leg fell. No, he was out in the fields and he saw the leg on the ground. Oh, he did, okay. It did not like almost hit him in the head or yeah. I was gonna say, can the... you imagine? That's a heart attack waiting to happen. Oh, oh God, gosh. yeah. I mean that and that would probably kill you if a, le- a leg fell from the Absolutely. sky. Absolutely. You know how yeah, fast it'd be going by the time it landed. Yeah. Is that, well, I mean, I don't know the, the exact number, but I would imagine more than three fast. miles an hour enough to yes. kill you. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like literally would kick your face Jeez. off. Jeez. So uh, he found it. He returned it. Oh, uh, it was really cool that he returned it too. I mean, he could have, you know, I don't know, tried to sell it on eBay or something. Those things aren't cheap. So it was really yeah. nice. Super farmer. And again, the guy got his leg back and he was really happy. Reunited Yay. With leg. So <laughs> Does listen, it make you, you know, <laughs> what, what'd you say? 
I was going to say, so just a little tip for you. If you go to skydiving and you, and you have an artificial limb, like I have a friend that has an artificial leg. She makes fun little jokes all the time and plays tricks when she used to be able to go to bars and whatnot, all like right. walking out and saying, oh, I forgot my leg. And everybody freaks out. And uh, <laughs> she has a lot of fun with it. That being said, just make sure your limbs are attached properly when you skydive. Right. Do you just remember a few years ago when uh, Jeff Bezos and his wife, uh, Mackenzie, got divorced and everybody was like, yes. Oh my gosh, she's so rich now. Well, um, she ended up with $38 billion. Wow. That was last year, actually, I guess. $38 billion she got on that divorce. And she had said that she was going to give away a lot of it to charity, most of it. So yesterday she posted on medium.com, which I don't even know what that is, but she said she's already given away almost $2 billion. Holy cow. To charity. Almost nice. $2 billion. Isn't that crazy that she just amazing. has it to give away? That's just so crazy. Well, first um, off, she's had a heck of a year, Connie, because she's got Amazon stock. That was part of the divorce was right. Amazon stock. So she said a good right. year. But still, that's a lot right. of money. Wow, mm-hmm. what has she done with it? I wonder what, where So she has, I can tell you, she's uh, given away um, $587 million to fight racial inequality, $400 awesome. million for economic mobility, one hundred and thirty-three million for gender issues. Wow. One hundred and thirty million for global development. One hundred twenty-eight million for public health. One twenty-five million to fight climate change. Um, uh, Forty-six million to LGBTQ charities, and another hundred twenty-seven million for random other causes. Wow, Holy it's hard cow. to think about how much money one point seven billion dollars is. Right, and she still has thirty-six point three billion dollars left in the bank. And I want, I want you to think about this, too. Like, she's actually getting hit up for money probably all the time. Oh, like, yeah. that is her. The rest of her life, I'm sure. people mm-hmm. will consistently be sending her sad stories that they're experiencing or that they're going through and yeah. hitting her up for money. Hey, yeah. can I get a loan? Hey, I need, you know, $100,000 for this or to pay my mortgage or for a surgery or whatever. Right. And that is so sad to think about that, that she's like, for the rest of her life, she reads those. But how generous is she? billion in the past year. Like, I I, I think that's huge. I I I think that it's, it's, I find it interesting. I saw a thread, some, I don't know, rich celebrity or rich somebody gave away $10 million to some charity. Mm -hmm. And the person's worth like a billion dollars or something. Just a Mm -hmm. bill. Not like, we're not talking, uh, Mackenzie Bezos, Bezos money. Or, right. Yeah, we ain't talking Bezos. Oh, money she's here. Mackenzie Scott now, by the way. Not Mackenzie oh, Bezos anymore. Her last name is Scott. That's very Hollywood. Mackenzie real... Scott. Huh. I don't okay. know if that was her maiden name or what, but she le- she dropped Bezos. She's done. I like Mackenzie Scott. Sounds like an actress. So mm-hmm. anyway, she uh, you know, I, I saw something and some billionaire gave away and whatever, and and somebody posted in the thread as they were uh, talking about it. Well, that's the least he could do. I mean, he's a billionaire. No, no, he doesn't have to give away his money. She doesn't have to nope. do, nope. what did you say over like 400 million bucks or something for economic mobility? I don't even know what economic mobility is. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> what is that? Is that like helping the economy, I would assume? I don't know. I like know. Making it... You know, what is Economic it, mobility is the ability for people of lower income to move into higher income brackets. Uh, it's income ah, inequality, essentially. Oh, well, that's awesome. It. Good mm-hmm. for her. Like, that's really cool. I mean, I understood gender issues. I think you said global development. I knew that stuff. But I'm like, economic mobility, I didn't know what that was. I didn't know what was called that. 
it's funny though how much money people. goes into all these things and i haven't heard in change in any of them have you no I mean, do you think we would hear about changes in any of these like wow this money really helped yeah i see that's the thing if i had uh 38 billion dollars i would need to see the change you know unless i was giving i don't know $200 million to help find a cure for cancer. I mean, I, you're helping find a cure. I mean, it's the thing they've been trying to cure forever, right? right. So, I mean, I, but I would like to, if I was going to help, you know, economic mobility, I would want to see physical, like, uh, homes built or something, right? Yeah, I don't even, I, yeah, it's, cra it's a crazy it. amount of money, but good for her. So, yeah, she said she's going to give away the majority of her wealth. So, we'll see what happens. But I don't think she can give it away as fast as she's making it with all, all of her stock. And Amazon. Oh yeah. Seriously. She can't, she probably can't even, she probably made 1.7 billion this year. You know, many, many yeah, years ago, there was an actor named Richard Pryor, Connie, you know, mm -hmm. him, and yeah. he did a movie called Brewster's millions. If you are bored and you want to see a, a, a movie and it's like from the eighties uh, right. called Brewster's millions. And it's a, it's a movie where a guy's going to get like a hundred million or he has to give away a hundred million to get a billion or something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's if you look at it, if you really watch that movie, like he get, and you can only give a certain way amount to charity and whatnot. It's right. really tough. You've got all that money. I mean, she says she's gonna give away the majority of her wealth. I mean, what's she gonna do? Write a twenty billion dollar check to economic mobility or you know gender issues or something? I mean, what do you do I with that? I have no idea. I have no wow. idea. I don't know. It's good for her. Basil's but it's wife. amazing. I'm kind of mm -hmm. it's it's just fascinating to to see. Yeah. What she's yeah. doing with it, you know? Take that, Bezos. Daddy tips coming up in about 15 minutes. Yeah. Uh, okay, look, I want to talk about something real quick. Something, Connie and I have known each other well over 20 years. Is it over 25 years yet? 20 years. Yes. 25 years 25 next 25 year, right? I thought it was 96. <sighs> I graduated in 96. It was 94. It was fall mm. of 94. This fall will be 26 years. So we for over 25 years, the age of my future wife, Connie and I have known each other. And there's yeah. something that she knew right away, right away when she uh, met me is that I have what's called an addictive personality, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, that's why I've never tried the drugs, the, you yeah. know, hardcore drugs, because I know right. I would get addicted and it would mess up my life. So yep. food, love it. Love mm -hmm. me some food, right? Mm -hmm. uh, fellow ginger, probably one of the world's most famous gingers right now, a gentleman by the name of Ed Sheeran. Are you familiar with him? Yes. yes. He Love has that. an addictive personality too, and he actually has a binge problem as well. I have a very addictive personality. Very, very addictive personality. And it's weird. Watch, I'm reading Elton John's book at the moment, and there's so many things that he did that I do. He would be like, I would just go on like an ice cream binge and eat four desserts until I threw up. And I was like, I've done that before. Yeah. Like, I, I've never done that before. I've like eaten so much because I have to have it that I yak but no. i was thinking about if you have an addictive personality like i i kind of i think you kind of have an addictive personality oh, i like totally Sharon. do yeah no, i totally okay. do yeah so that and that's why you kind of have like when you get into so like when In i fact, get into it's funny I, get into it. I was talking to one of my girlfriends last night and and we were discussing how we don't shop that much because this week i've i i was telling you guys yesterday i've been online shopping more because i have um I'm standing up in a wedding next weekend, not this coming weekend, the following weekend. Your turn. I have a friend, I have, I have a friend who's having a baby. Um, so I'm having to buy things for these two events, right? Yeah. And 
And I realize since I've been online looking like I, I bought a parasol for because the wedding I'm in, of course, is outdoors on a 90 degree day. At least that's what Not it's saying right now. You. It's going to be 90 yeah. degrees. So and it's me. Of course, that's happening, people, because that's how I roll. But anyway, <laughs> so I was I was saying, yeah, I, I the last two days I've had to go online and shop. And a it really and maybe it's because it's stuff that I have to get. So I feel the pressure. But I'm like, A, it hasn't even really been that fun, yeah. you know, yeah. um, and B, I haven't spent money like this, a few hundred bucks, whatever, but I haven't spent money like this in five months. And I, in five months, have looked around my house and realized I have too much crap. I just because had too much. you got just hooked stuff. on buying I just, Yeah, because I love to shop. Yeah. I love to shop. Dan, my birthday's coming up in a few weeks, and Dan was like, what do you want for your birthday? I'm like, babe, I don't need a thing. I don't, I literally don't want a thing for my birthday. He's like, sunglasses? Because he I always gets gonna, me with that. Yeah, yeah he always gets me with that. that. Actually, today sun- too. It, it, yeah. And I said, no, I don't need any sunglasses. Okay, so are we not doing gifts this year on our birthdays then? I know spouses might do different stuff, but are you and I not? Because I was going to ask you that today too. No. Like about your birthday because it's coming no. up and I'm like, I, I got to get moving. No. You know, I got to go find. A giant inflatable object for her pool or something. No. I have weird ideas for stuff. No. No. I don't need another thing to put around this house. In fact, I've decided that I'm having a giant garage sale, if we're allowed to, uh, next spring. And I'm in between now and then, I will be going through every corner of this house getting rid of stuff. So (laughs) are you saying you don't want a giant inflatable pretzel? No. Because I don't know if you remember a couple weeks ago, I was hinting at that towards you. I'd rather have a giant real pretzel. Okay, yes. got it. Bring you a pretzel. I'm done. <laughs> with some dippy sauce. With I'm bringing you cake on your birthday, whether you want it or not. So that's, it's, it's, that's <laughs> okay. kind of a tradition. But so no, I totally one. get the addicted personality thing. I mean, I, it, it also is why I haven't done certain things in my life, because I know I would probably turn out skinny and addicted. So, nope. yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. You're like skinny I mean, and you're, yeah. you know, you're get, you don't need no. a lot of sleep and you're bouncing Steve off knows the exactly what I'm talking uh-huh. about. Yeah. Yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's why I haven't I tried certain things in my life. Same things you were talking about, Fish. Never tried it. Connie and I work in radio and have for over 25 <laughs> years. We have been offered that on multiple occasions. No, can't do it. Sorry. Hey, to each his own. Enjoy. But no. No, no I'd be hooked. I'd be, no, it'd be game too. over for me. So yeah. addictive personality. Steve, you have an addictive personality or is it more controllable? See, I don't see you as totally an addictive personality oh yes i have an addictive personality 100 percent, and that is demonstrated every night when i have my little candy not every night but uh most nights when i have my little candy snack binge at the end of the night and i pound like Mm -hmm. 15 different snacks before bed (laughs) (laughs) just can't get enough yeah that's true that's what you need is is 16 pounds of sugar before you go to sleep Mm -hmm. exactly see i've never done it like how uh he was talking about how he like eats ice cream until he throws up that's a little intense no i don't think i'm ever addictive of a personality but i'll eat until i have a stomach ache like i'll eat an entire bag of chips in one sitting in a night right and then go back for some other things (laughs) the sister with a brain just messaged in via the app and she said i'm eating blueberry pie right now because i can Addictive yeah. personality. Yeah, right there. There you go. Do it. Yeah, I don't know. That's why she's so excited about blueberry pie. Or maybe I wonder some if it's something with a, with a personality type. You know, because like certain personality types probably tend to, and you know, we talk about this because we're in it, but go into radio. Yeah. You know, um, even though everybody would always assume all the personalities are the same, you know, 
Oh, love to be the center of attention. I do not love to be the center of attention. I love doing our show. I don't want to be the center of attention when I'm out. It makes me uncomfortable. Fish loves to be the center of attention. Oh, Steve, Connie, though, you silly goose. <laughs> Fish loves it. And oh. I loved it as a kid, but as I've gotten older, mm-mm. I mean, I used to put on shows in my backyard and go around and give the neighbors invites and make them popcorn so they could come over and watch me play on my whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, that's like, super cute, by the way. I but I don't, come to I don't, show. I'm not that person anymore. I don't like to be the center of attention, neither does Steve. No. You don't like it either. Mm-mm. So, but I wonder if it's a certain. Like if you if you break it down into, you know, career choices, if certain career choices would have more addictive personalities than others. I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, like they say, I mean, I, I, who was the one that well, I actually I know who the one was. Connie, you were the one that told me the first time I ever heard it, at least. And I've heard it from other people, too, that usually the most famous people or the people that you would like are usually the most kind of messed up. The funniest people are the most messed up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They have those. And they probably tend to have addictive personality. Look who started the story. Ed Sheeran, super mega star, you know, lived homeless in England before he was discovered playing on the subway, the underground, if you will. So, Mm -hmm. you know, addictive personality. So usually those people do. I wish I wasn't. I didn't have sometimes, you know, that I could. I've wished before that I could just cube farm it nine to five, go home, shut off my brain. My brother tried that for about eight years. Didn't work. Told him I wouldn't. He's like, yeah. Well, and that's not to say that somebody who works in an office, more of an office setting than we do, uh, like, you know, an eight to five job or nine to five job. That's not to say that somebody can't be addicted to something. Anybody no. can be addicted. But yeah. I mean, there's three of us on this show and all three of us have an addictive personality. Yep. You know, so, like, I mean, kind of shows it's 100%. <laughs> it's yeah. pretty much 100%. And I think about our coworkers and I could, a lot of them do too. Yeah, but you know? some of the shows are really boring. The boring shows that you typically hear from uh, like around here, <laughs> they probably don't have addictive personalities. No. They're not yeah. saying if you don't have an addictive personality that you're boring, but <laughs> specifically, I can think of four different shows that really suck around here, and they probably don't have addictive personalities. I mean, they're pretty bad. So, like, like, are, you, are you phoning that in, bro? So, yeah, yeah. so that's what makes a good broadcaster is an addictive personality. You're saying. I think it makes it makes your brain do do weird things for some reason. I don't think that's the only thing, but I think those yeah. types of people typically do. Keith Ledger probably had an addictive personality, and you were right. just talking about him earlier today. You know, he gets so into a movie role, he ends up taking his life. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just so. That's the way I look at it. I don't know, personally. Yeah. That's me. I'm weird. I, I, I like cookies. I don't know. That's you just do. My take you I mean, you do like cookies. Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and I, and I can't get enough of them. Ah, oh, right now, mother-in-law gave us these Rice Krispie treats with the chocolate and the peanut butter. They're called peanut butter chocolate Rice Krispie treats, in case you're wondering the name. And uh, they're amazing. And I have to, like, stop myself every minute of every day from eating I was going to say, I'm kind of surprised you have any left. She gave them to you on, like, Sunday or something, or Saturday, didn't she? Yeah, I'm trying to control myself. A little bit. Oh, that's it's good. Be- well, yeah, it sucks. That's a good thing. Yeah, I know, but still. I could eat the I whole know. damn pan right now. I could do it all. Self-control blows. Yeah, yeah, blows. But here's what I've learned in my in my old age is that you Your can do, age. as long as you do stuff in moderation, anything. Because we all have a tendency to like things that are not good for us. And I'm talking about the three of us. Yeah. So as long as you do it, you only do it here and there and you don't do it to the point, i.e. Rice Krispie Treats. To the yeah. point where you're, you know, addicted or eating them, whatever, eating them till you're vomiting like Ed Sheeran said he was. Yeah. Then you're okay. For example, 
I only now, on Saturdays, will take a bag of Doritos and curl up in the shower, turn the water on, and cry for an hour. Because I was doing it every day for a while, <laughs> thinking about my life. And it really kind of bore and kind of mm, wore me down soggy a Soggy Doritos. That sounds mm. so amazing. Soggy Doritos was actually the nickname <laughs> of one of my exes. And you know that because you knew her. Uh, so, all right. Danny Tips is coming up in just a few minutes. She brought that up on purpose. Text question of the day is happening at about 8.15. What's the best piece of career advice that you ever received? In best your piece. life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was told to leave with respect once you drop your notice in. Even if they're being bushes, just do it. You never know back in the end. You never know when you might need them. Uh, Connie said, gosh, uh, an instructor told her, don't do TV, do radio. That worked out really well for you. And mm-hmm. Steve, apparently no one's ever wanted to talk to you or give you any tips. So there no, you go. they have. Yeah. <laughs> At least good ones. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, or ones but that you now, could agree with. <laughs> ironically, Steve gives tips. Yeah. In yeah. the form of daddy tips. I'm Steve and I'm a nude. Mommy. I got tips, and hopefully they're not baddie. Hi, I'm Steve, and I'm a new dad who has learned a lot of things over the last several months. And I want to pass along some of the knowledge to you. Today's first daddy tip is something that I just started doing with Charlotte, and it's tons of fun. Make a TV show. Okay, it may sound a little harder than it actually is, but all you really need is a smartphone. We've been doing a nature show, which you can check out on our YouTube page. Just search for Connie and Fish. No, daddy. And it's really a lot of fun. All you gotta do is just get iMovie or another video editing software on your phone, and you can make a high-quality show in just a couple hours a week. Charlotte loves doing the voiceovers and watching her videos. You can check out this week's episode about caterpillars and butterflies. What's up right now? That's Steve and he's a nude. The next daddy tip is one I did a while ago, but I posted a picture of the tip on our social media yesterday and it blew up, so I wanted to share it again. Charlotte loves to go on walks with our dog, Kobe. But she always wants to hold the leash even though she isn't strong enough to walk him yet. So I bring two leashes and I hook them both up to Kobe. I give one leash to Charlotte and I take the other one. So she thinks she's in control. But in reality, I'm the one that's actually taking the dog for the walk. No, Kobe. That's Steve and he's a nude. And the final daddy tip is to show your little one how to do shadow puppets. The other night I was looking for something in the bedroom and it was all dark. So I turned on the flashlight on my phone and all of a sudden I hear Charlotte cracking up. (laughs) It turns out that she was amazed at the shadows that were being cast up against the wall. So now almost every night I set my phone up and do a little shadow puppet show for her. And it's the highlight of her night. I even made up some characters. Mrs. Swizzlebottom, she's an English mother who just loves crumpets. (laughs) And cranky old Mr. Snagglethorn, who always complains about kids in his yard. Get out of my yard, kids. That's Steve and he's a nude. And now it's time for an awesome dad joke. How do you make a water balloon bounce? Add spring water. Get it? Cause springs. That's Steve, and he's a new. Hopefully, these tips weren't uh, really baddie. Uh, I love the audio, though. Yeah. Amazing. Ha ha. <laughs> she has a great laugh. Now I know you weren't so, able to complete your mission, though. So hopefully, you can get that at some point in the next. Week I want that for, for next week. Yeah. Okay, you're working on oh, it. Oh, getting her to say certain specific body part words. Oh my goodness. Yeah. She yeah, says them. She says them because they're teaching her that uh, like in the bathtub and, you know, appropriate times. So she says it. But Steve said when he was trying to get her to say it so he could record it yesterday, he realized how weird it was that he was trying to get her to say certain words for two minutes straight. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't want her to walk around and just say those words forever now. So he stopped. I know. Uh, At at this point, too, I'm like, well, I'm glad she's uh, she's not in daycare until November when Brittany goes back. (laughs) 
to work after the new oh, baby's yeah. born because otherwise she'd be walking around just <laughs> belting mm. that word out over and over and over I'm like uh-huh. is, she, is she talking about an angina i think that's a heart condition. yeah that's yeah we, we earlier angina is uh. a chest pain is your daughter having yes. chest pain nope yes. no nope. it's nope. not your chest no, no. Well, it's good <laughs> no. that's not your chest uh-huh. okay, okay so you can see what's the what's the nature show called steve uh, it's called Nature Time with Charlotte, and it's on our YouTube channel. Just search for Connie and Fish. And this week's episode was about butterflies and caterpillars, or she calls butterflies them butterflies and caterpillars. She says caterpillars. <laughs> caterpillars. Oh, and, and you yeah. should hear how she says cocoon, because it, it is amazing. <laughs> Aww. She says cockanoon, cockanoon. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, oh, that's a good video. All right, we got a rando text. Oh, next now. Text question of the day. We do that in about 30 minutes. What is the best piece of, of career advice that you've ever received? Career advice is what we're looking for. Now, if you're looking for career advice and you want some good ideas, you can log on to our website later today and maybe you'll get some. Like, there's some pretty good ones in there. <laughs> uh-huh. you know, I, I like them personally. I've enjoyed reading right. them today. So we'll do that coming up at about 8.15. Rando, texto, message via Apo, free download in the Apo Storo. Uh, we got this one. We did that. You know, we try and help you out as much as we can. And they said uh, right out of the giddy up, I need you to talk about this ASAP. We're about uh, 48 hours off. So we mm-hmm. do the best we can. So it goes on to say my best friend has uh, used, used to have the coolest dog. His name was Eddie. And he was eight years old till a few nights ago when he died. So uh, the best friend Rick comes over for a few drinks with my wife and I afterwards. Rick was a wreck. Obviously, you can't blame him. It's no. tough when you lose a, a fur baby. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Uh, Connie actually has the ashes of the dog. She and I had Allie for, how old was Allie, Connie? 14? Thir- 13. 13? 13 and change, yeah. yeah. She has the ashes. I have the paw print. And yeah, so we, yeah, I whatever. Have my old, my cat, Poof, I have his ashes. Yeah. Anyway, some yeah. Uh, here's where it gets weird, though. Uh, and actually, he says in the email, "Here's where it gets weird." He lives in an apartment, and I own my house. So while Rick was over, he begged me to bury his dog in my yard. It freaked out the wife. Actually, she gets really freaked out. She doesn't want a dead dog in our yard. She didn't even ro- really like Eddie that much. So not that it matters, but she didn't really care for Eddie. Uh, mm-hmm. Brother and Payne wants to know what does everybody think. Would you let your buddy do that? Bury his dead dog in your yard. So let's imagine that his yard is, I don't know, less than a quarter of an acre. Okay. What a weird thing. Standard yard. <laughs> yeah. This is nothing I would ever even think of in my whole entire life. Yeah, I try you know? to put myself in this situation, and I try and imagine that I'm at Connie and Dan's house, and I'm like, Barrett the dog died. I don't have a yard. I'm living in an apartment downtown or something. Can I borrow your yard? Dig it up. Dig up your grass or wherever and bury my dog in your yard. So, yeah. uh, Well, I was saying yesterday that when we closed up my mom's house and got everything at my parents' house that, you know, I grew up in and whatever, it's been my home for my whole life. Um, Just a month ago, we did that. It was, it was sad to me to look at the garden. They have gardens all around the backyard, but the one big corner garden is where every animal we ever had was buried. Every single one. 
And uh, my brother used to paint little headstones for them, but there got to be so many of them. <laughs> you know, like uh, rocks that he would paint. Yeah. Mm -hmm, I'm sure yeah. there's still a yellow smiley face back there when our cat Angel died, because I think that was the last one he, he painted. But anyway, um, that made me really sad leaving all of them. And that's why I did not bury Poof here at our house, because then I'm going to leave and move, move. And, and not that it matters, but it's just weird to me. And I think, you know? Connie, with, with this email about the guy who's asked his buddy if he can bury his dead dog in his yard, I think that we need to assume this. We need to assume he doesn't want to cremate and right. he doesn't want to mm -hmm. turn the dog into some kind of rhinestone or something, because I know you can do that as well. Right. So he right. wants to bury his dog. Yeah, I don't really see, I don't really see a problem with it, to be honest with you. I mean, <sighs> weird. I couldn't bury my dog or my cat or whatever at someone else's yard. Um, but if somebody wanted to bury theirs in mine, I don't really think I have an issue with it. Yeah, I, asked I Alicia, feel bad for them. I don't know. I, I, I like to put Alicia in some of these hypotheticals when we get these rando text, those are text question of the day or whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I asked Alicia last night and she, without hesitation, was like, sure. I'm like, if Connie and Dan came over and Ke sorry, Connie, to say, I don't want to bum you out here, but Kevin, the cat died and they yeah. wanted to bury Kevin, the cat in our yard. Would you care? And she was like, no, you can bury him right over there. And points at a part of our yard. I'm like, right. okay, well, but, and let's also, you know, take into account, and he doesn't say this in the email, but again, I'm going to assume you're going to be digging up a portion of his yard mm -hmm. to bury your dog. Because he didn't say in the well, email. Well, you don't bury it where there's grass. You bury well, it like where there's dirt. He doesn't say garden. He doesn't say we have a dirt well, he patch. He says in our yard. Yeah. He says in our yard. So I don't know if he has that, you know, I don't know if maybe yeah. he doesn't have that. And the wife, is not a fan of it, and it is half her yard. Okay, right? so what do you think, girlfriend. Fish? I, I think it's weird. I think it's a weird ask. I think that if both of you are not on board, where I would be on board with it, and Alicia would have been on board with it, so it wouldn't be a problem. But if you're both not on board, you need to honor your wife, and even though he's your best friend and he's sad, however, I also think you need to explain to your wife, heads up, babe. Rick is the guy's name, or at least hypothetical name that he got. Heads yeah. up, babe. Rick's probably not going to be a big fan of you for a while because you're not letting him bury right. his, his dog, Eddie, eight-year-old eight year dog, pretty close. Right? So here's Good the story. Uh, the, we got the email from a brother in pain. He said his best friend had a great dog, and he died the night before. So we got this email. Did we get it yesterday morning or? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we got it yeah, yesterday it morning. Yesterday morning, yeah. Um, after we had already talked about the rando texto. So. So the dog was eight years old. He died the night before. Um, his buddy came over. He's devastated, but he lives in an apartment, so he doesn't have anywhere to bury the dog. And he asked them if he could bury the dog in their yard, and the wife doesn't want him to. And obviously the husband probably would because he's his, his friend, his best friend. Yeah. Right? He says so he wants best to know friend, yeah. what the click of six thinks. Would you let your buddy do that? Now, I would. I did not ask Dan. I don't really talk to Dan about stuff like this. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I know, about right, our yeah. show. I don't really talk to him about that stuff, but I am yeah. going to ask him today because I think it's interesting and I want to see what he would have to say. I mean, we don't even bury our own animals, but I, I don't think I would. I don't. I wouldn't care. I don't think Dan would care either. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, just imagine if I. I don't think Dan would care. Well, yeah, but here's the other thing too, though. Uh, at least with in your situation, Connie, and I don't know if this is that situation, but uh, uh, in your situation. Your Dan yeah. is your yard is meticulous. Like Dan is meticulous. Like you have a beautiful yard. So, you. yeah, I so, mean, like, that, so but you dig it. You dig up. This. You dig a hole 
deep so other animals can't get to it, right? So you dig a hole. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and you put it in there and you cover it up and you put whatever was on top of it right back, you know, if it's your flower garden or a vegetable garden or whatever the case may be, you put it right over the top of it. And that's the end of that. Uh, we got a text from a, we've gotten quite a few texts actually on this already, Con. Uh, from member of the click of six said, tell homeboy he can bury Fido on my farm. He can visit whenever he wants. It's cool with Aww, me. Yeah. Uh, again, this guy asked his best friend and they and they use the word best friend. If he could bury his dog, Eddie, who died a couple of days ago in his yard. Somebody else said, let him bury the dog there and plant a large tree or bush. Well, so does somebody have to buy Memorial the tree or bush. bush or something like that. I mean, I don't know how that. It's BYOB. Bring your own bush. Bring, Bring your own, your own bush. bush. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, I kind of like those parties that. in college. Yeah, yeah. Bring your own bush beer. Back when we used to drink Bush Light. Oh God, it might have Connie's actually been. A, <laughs> Connie has a totally weird beer story. In uh, I do. It's yeah, in totes trending. Oh talk yeah, about it. yeah, yeah. Just a little bit. Hey, we haven't asked Steve yet, but Steve, pretend that you own your house and you weren't renting a house. Would you say yes? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Even if uh, Brittany was against it, I'd just wait until she wasn't around and then have him come over and bury it. Wow. Okay. Would you do so, that? Yeah. yeah. I don't see a problem with it. it. I mean, but, even yeah, even if she was against it, you just have to make it look like uh, I don't know, just cover up the the hole you dug so it doesn't look like a freshly dug hole, and then just hide it from her. Mulch. Okay, so we have a member of the work. click of six on the yeah. phone right now. Is that is that accurate, Steve? Yes, El Nina. El Hi, El Nina. <laughs> Hi. Hello? Would you let him bury? Hi. Would you let him bury the dog in your yard? Yeah, well, this just happened to me a week ago. What? Okay. How, this is yeah. so weird. I've never heard of this before in my life, and now that's two people. Okay, yeah. tell us the story. Okay, so um, I have, I've had two cats um, for about um, 14 years, and um, the cat was getting sick, and this had been happening for about six months. Okay. And um, I have a five-year-old daughter, and I um, had to just tell her the story about, you know, being a pet owner, and eventually the cats were going to die. Yeah. And so um, what we did is we called the vet, and we took the cat into the vet um, in Hastings out about an hour from us. We live in Cedar Springs. Yeah. And so we took the cat out to the vet and um they put the cat down and my daughter was with me and i just wanted her to experience what it is to lose a pet and so we we put the cat down well then i was thinking to myself well what are we gonna do with the cat like where we live at we have no yard so i'm like I had a friend of mine that I work for at a restaurant, and so I called him, and I don't know him very well. And I'm mm-hmm. like, hey, um, I got a dead cat. I know it sounds really weird. <laughs> Sorry. I just, I'm not going to cremate the cat because I think that's a little bit weird. Yeah. So I was like, can I just bury my cat at your house? And he's like, weird. absolutely, bring him out. So we traveled wow. an hour nice. and a half with a dead cat in my car. Okay, I'll real quick now. before we uh, real quick before we let you go, I gotta ask you this: Are you single? Is he trying to hook up with you? Is that why he let him ba- let you bury a cat in his yard? <laughs> what did you say? Are you single, and is he trying to hook up with you? Is that why he let you do it? Um, no, he's an older gentleman that I um, work for at his restaurant. 
Okay. Aww, okay. He's a was, sweetheart. Yeah, he's a nice guy. Yeah, he's nice. A, I, the funny thing about it all was, is my what? daughter literally took the dead cat out of the box and was hugging and kissing it and put Ooh. it back in the box and buried it in the ground. And now she wants to go dig it up every day to see it. Oh, oh no. God, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm glad it's not in the yard. She'd be out there in the backyard That's doing so it if you had one. Thanks for the call, thank honey. That's awesome. Call. Yeah, thank you. That'd okay, we need so your opinions. Weird. We need opinions from the click of six. Uh, best friend's dog died. He lives in an apartment, so he can't bury it there. He came over to his best friend's house, who emailed us, and said, can I bury the dog here at your house? And wife doesn't want him to. She yeah. thinks it's weird, which yeah. I've never even thought of this before. Like I haven't either. I do think it's a weird situation, but I think, I don't know. I think you should say yes. That's just my opinion. Um, yeah, but, Steve thinks you should sneak it. I think, yeah, I know your wife on that one. I don't know. It's a weird position to be in. Yeah. And I, I, I'm guessing Dan and I would agree. I'm not really sure. I'm going to ask him later on, but maybe I'll call him right now and see what he has to say. But you we'll uh, get back to some of your answers next. We're going to get to uh, totes trending here in just a couple of minutes. And then the text question of the day, what's the best piece of career advice that you've ever received? You can still weigh in on that. You can text us, you can call us, you can email us, email at connieandfish.com. That's where we go for the uh, rando texto that we're talking about right now, just for a couple more minutes. It's from a guy whose best friend's dog died and the best friend lives in an apartment. So best friend came over to our, our listener's house and said, can I bury my dog here? I don't have any place to bury him. And I, don't, he, I guess he doesn't want to get him cremated. Yeah, that's so, kind of what we've assumed. Cremated or turned into a gem or whatever. Yeah, right. Well, and then and then we got we got a phone call and she said this just happened to me last week. I'm like, <laughs> I've wow. never even thought of this in my whole entire life, and that's two times now in the past week. So, yeah, so we've some been discussing. Old guy that she works with wanted to let her bury the cat in her yard, and now her daughter wants to dig up the cat and hug it again. Like it's just, it's so sad. Yeah, that's such a bummer, right? Good lord. I do think uh, I agree with her though. I do think it's good to teach small children. In my opinion. Yeah. I think it's good to teach small children what death is. I agree. And I agree. starting with a pet is is going to be far easier than starting with a family member. In hey, my hamburger. opinion, you know. Yeah. So I do I do agree with her on that. But so we're weighing the backs and the force and and uh, Fish said he you wouldn't have a problem with it, but if Alicia had a problem with it, you wouldn't do yeah. it, right? I wouldn't do it then. I'd be like, bro, I'm sorry, but I would also remind Alicia, hey, just so you know. Uh, what's the what's the guy's name in the email? Rick or something Rick. like that? Rick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just so you know, uh, Rick's you know probably gonna be a little irritated with you because I'm not gonna say we both have a problem with it. I'm gonna say you have a problem with it. So I would kind of push her a little bit that way. Somebody texted in Connie. We got quite a few. Okay. Sister with a brain said, "Does this guy want to cremate the dog?" We're assuming he doesn't, but she went on yeah, to say, "Yeah, it wasn't even mentioned in it." So we're yeah. assuming he doesn't. Uh, she went on to say, though, if it's just that he can't afford it, maybe the friend, if he has the money, could give him that as a gift. Like, hey, I love Eddie as well. If like, So if that's the issue, right. maybe that could help you. Right. Uh, somebody else said, don't do it. The couple might move someday. He should get the dog cremated and keep its ashes. We're assuming, again, he doesn't want to do that. Or bury it in a pet cemetery. There's another angle. You could help Gosh, your friend out that way. so creepy. I think they're really creepy, too. <sighs> Uh, Somebody else said, for sure, sometimes people value a burial over cremation. We live in the uh, country and essentially have a pet cemetery in our home or outside of our home. I have friends, dogs, cats, and reptiles, birds. It's actually a special thing to do for your friends. I love that. Uh, Somebody else said, my sister's cat died suddenly. 
I buried her on my property alongside of mine in the past. We call it Kitty Hill. You just got to make sure that you mark it because if you're if you're burying all your friends animals on your property You don't want to be re-digging up some bones because that would freak me out And, and Connie I'm, I'm curious to hear what Dan said but before we find that out another brother in pain because Connie yeah. Got a hold of Dan during the break and talked to yeah, him, about I called it. him. <laughs> Another brother in pain actually messaged in and said maybe he should buy I think this is a little weird But uh, this might work okay. Maybe he should buy a big planter Bury the cat in it Put a nice plant in it, then the dude can carry his cat around with him wherever he goes. Oh, yeah, gross! So you can sit on the deck with your, and it's a dog, by the way, dog name. But uh, yeah, so you can uh, yeah. sit on the deck with your dog no. Eddie while looking at the plant. Is that gross? I just think it's an interesting idea to offer is, up. I think that the, it, it is an interesting idea. Here's the problem. Uh, there's not a planter big enough that you'd ever be able to carry anywhere that you could bury oh, yeah. the dog deep enough that it wouldn't stink. Yeah, I was about to say, that's going to smell, oh. and I don't think it's going to decompose right. That would not be a pleasant <laughs> With fertilizer? Thing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, probably coming back to be, life. Ah, yeah. Weird. <laughs> that would be pleasant be coming back to life. That's well, I, I can tell you, we have, a, we have a, a, a hibiscus tree or plant or whatever. Fish and I got it last year. He bought a few plants, and I bought one when we were at Costco together getting pizza. And uh, it's gotten so big, and it's, it's flourishing. So we put it in the in the sunroom over the winter, and then Dan took it back outside over the summer. But this thing, we had to repot it because it was too big for the pot that it was in. It has flourished so well that we can hardly, we're going to have to repot it into a smaller pot again for the winter if we want to take it inside. Otherwise, we're going to have to let this little sucker die. Which yeah, that makes thing is me be heavy. so sad because it's beautiful and it's huge now, this this tree. Yeah. And um, Dan's like, I can't even. And this is just a regular big pot that you would pot a plant in. And it's he's like, nice there's pot, no though. way I'm going to be able to carry that up. And Dan's a strong dude. He's like, there's yeah. no way I'm going to be able to get that into the sunroom. He's like, and even if I could lift it, he doesn't think the pot would be heavy enough to. He thinks the pot would. Because it's not ceramic, you know. Yeah. Oh, the so I don't fall know. out or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he's concerned about. So I, I don't think there's a pot big enough that you could even move that would make that a viable idea. I think it's <laughs> interesting though, like that you're like yeah. It is. I mean, I, it's you an know. interesting angle if you want to present that to your friend. But uh, let's let Dan wrap this up because again, we're talking about this rando texto. Dude's best friend comes over. His dog of eight years, Eddie, died. Dude lives in an apartment. He's talking to his friend, the guy that messaged in. He's talking to his friend, and dude says to friend, can I bury Eddie in your yard? Friend says, let me talk to my wife about it. Wife says, no, no way. And she, uh, weird. And she didn't really love the dog anyway, so. Yeah, Eddie, she never yeah. really liked Eddie. So there you go. Uh, so Dan's bestie is a dude named Luke, and so I called yeah. Dan and I said, hey, I have a, I have a hypothetical for you. Um, if Luke lived in an apartment and near us and he had a dog and his dog died, he wouldn't have any place to bury it. Um, I said, would you, and he asked us, he asked you, hey, can I bury, you know, Bonzo in your backyard? Uh, would you let Luke bury his dog there? And he goes, yeah, yeah, of course I would. I go, okay, so what if I had an issue with it? I'm like, I don't, by the way, but what if I did have an issue with it? And he goes, well, I guess we would sit down and and have a talk about it and have a powwow, he said. We'd have a powwow and talk about it. And he goes, but 
uh, then we'd probably do what you want to do because women always win in the end anyway. Hamburger. <laughs> and that's why Dan bagged Connie. Yeah. Because he knows that. <laughs> and that made me it's giggle. True. Let's peep what's toast yeah. trending. All right. Thanks for your trending. advice. With Connie and Fish. <laughs> Connie and Fish. <laughs> All right, uh, uh, Connie's going to share a really, uh, there's a new beer coming out, and uh, today, actually, she'll share that with you after I talk about a story about rollerblading, but first, let me remind you, it's not just about beer. Sometimes what mixes well with beer is a really yeah. good chicken wing. Tell me likey. Tell me want wingy. Yeah, today's National Chicken Wing Day, so if you want an uh, excuse to go binge eat some chicken wings, go ahead and have fun. Go ahead, go ahead and have fun with it bunch of wing joints are having deals today too you can find them online just find your favorite wing joint call them and say it's mm-hmm. wingy day i want to <laughs> know what your wingy special is uh that's my uh, little farley voice this dude used his dad voice to scare a bear away i don't know what's up with bears lately but this, here's the deal guys on a balcony bear is yeah. trying to break into his car by opening the door so oh twice uh, the guy obviously Crazy. gets out his phone from his balcony because you know don't approach the bear trying to go in your car by the way he does it twice each time he does the dad voice the bear is startled and slams the door shut but here's the dad voice oh my gosh hey no don't do that (laughs) hey do you hear it like every time he says hey and (laughs) slam hey no no bad bear did you see the uh, the picture online or the video of the bear that was in the little kid pool? It was no. just like taking a siesta. It was a no. big bear too. Yeah, just doo, 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 taking. Have a you siesta. found that there and there was a bear that broke into the dude's house? We talked about like last week, I think. And like, have you found there's a lot of bear stories lately? Yes, that's because we're invading their space. People say. I don't know uh, if that's true. Well, I, I don't. Say. I don't want to get all political and stuff. I just think maybe that maybe is that political. I don't know the, if that is, but knows? that's what people say. I'm afraid to say I like Snickers bars right now because somebody will say it's political. So who knows? (laughs) Nowadays. Hey, uh, this isn't political. This is really cool. Before Connie's beer here, let me talk about this. Two college hockey players at the University of Massachusetts uh, got bored. They were bored in the lockdown. So you know what they did? What? No. They bought rollerblades. So they, you know, they're hockey players, rollerblades. They're going to have fun. (laughs) Earlier this month, they said, you know what we want to do? We want to raise money for the American Cancer Society because we're bored and we want to do something productive, right? Mm -hmm. Good members of society. They raised $25,000 for the American Cancer Society. Connie, how do you think they did it? Uh, They rollerbladed 4 million miles. They rollerbladed 900 miles from Massachusetts to Michigan. Wow. Yeah. Neato. Here they are talking about it. It's kind of cool. I think this moment was so emotional. You couldn't help but let tears run down your face and just lay down and let your legs rest for a change. I think we learned a lot about each other's de- determination and our mindsets are about the same. I know that this guy right here will never quit. Whether people donate it or not, it's just amazing that people are aware that cancer is a real thing. This experience humbled both of us and made us just that much more grateful for the people around us. Yeah, you know, I got to be honest with you. When you hear these guys Aww. talk, these are college hockey awesome. players. And yeah. you hear a lot of people in that age group right now are getting their chops busted because you hear a lot of bushy stories about people in that age group. Well, there's a great story. There's a couple yeah. of guys. And I promise you this. This story will move people. They currently raised the 25, over 25 grand for the American Cancer Society. That's I promise awesome. you that number is going to grow because people are going to latch onto this story still.
Oh, 900 yeah. miles. Can you imagine that? Those, their, their no. legs, they could probably crack a, gnaw, a walnut with their legs. Those oh, legs. absolutely. Holy cow. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I thought it was neat. You want to talk about a, an interesting thing? Fish wants to run right out and get this today because it's hitting stores today. You say fish wants to run out and okay. get this. Like, no, oh, what is it? God. No, God, please, no, no, no. I was running Sounds with like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, God, no. There's a new beer out. It's called Budweiser Zero. Zero. And it only has 50 calories and no alcohol. Yeah. Oh. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But it's it's hitting stores today. So if you Yeah. Yeah. If you no have alcohol, any desire but it's to only get got it. 50 calories. Like if you like the taste, but you don't want to drink alcohol or you can't drink alcohol, it's a great idea. Right? I guess. Yeah. I'm not really a beer drinker anymore in my life. So I, I would not do that. But I, I personally I just I don't under I don't totally get it. I think some, I mean, yeah, if you you can't drink alcohol or maybe you're pregnant, you want to have a beer, but it's Budweiser Zero. I just, I don't, I think it's a terrible idea. Why don't you I just mean, you drink like, flavored water? You like Coke Zero. Maybe you will like everything that ends in zero. I will not, absolutely <laughs> not have, I will not have a Budweiser Zero. If somebody <laughs> brings me one, I will take a sip to be respectful, but I will never buy that beer, ever. The can kind of looks like a, like a Coors Light can. It's silver and... Budweiser well, I mean, and then zero in red. Yeah, it kind of looks like a Coors Light. Yeah. They do own Coors Light too. Yeah. So they, I mean, they, they have mm-hmm. that going for them. I, I well, think it's 50 a calories, idea. alcohol free, Bud Zero is uh, hitting stores today. So there you go. So do you think right. that maybe the reason they did Bud Zero is okay? First off, you can make it quicker because you're not doing the fermentation of booze. So I would imagine, right? right? You can make right. it quicker. It would seem, and, yeah. And maybe just because they they have a bunch of, I don't know, beer batter, and they don't have the booze to mix with it beer or the, the, the time. Oh, like so leftover product, and they're like, okay, well, we could make this into just some alcohol. Yeah, beer. push, push stuff out. They have a bunch of wheat, and, they, and they're yeah, like, we maybe. need to fill a hole in the shelf. I don't, I don't know. That should be the slogan. Budweiser Zero, <laughs> it will fill your hole. No, actually, <laughs> no, that's, no, we'll move on. One. Sorry, uh, that was a bad idea. All right, text question of the day is next. Before we get into the text question of the day, at some point, too, today, I want to talk to you just for a couple seconds. I know you're Hollywood, probably Hollywooded out. We got to talk about the Emmys a little bit. Kind of oh. fascinating. Kind of fascinating. So the nominations came out yesterday, right? Yeah, Last and night. Kimmel's going to host. And I'm just curious how you guys think they're going to do them. You know what I mean? Is it going to be like a giant Zoom call with like 30 people? So I'm curious about your take. So maybe we could do that in the next little bit after the TQOTD. Text question of the day is, what's the best piece of career advice that you've ever received? You know, I'm reading over these today. Uh, We posted on social media overnight. We will throw it up on the website later. There's some really good advice here. And reading over them today, Con, I was like, man, I wish someone had told me that. There's a couple where I'm like, oh, okay. For example... Uh, I actually was just invited to do this the other day, and I had to say no and explain that I don't know how to. Uh, right out of the gate, best piece of career advice you've ever received. Somebody said, I was advised in college to learn how to golf. I uh, don't have to be good, but that's where a lot of relationships and deals happen. Turned yep. out to be excellent advice. A buddy of mine invited me to go golfing, and I was like, and you know, we've been trying to hang out or whatever because we play racquetball together usually, and we just 
right. haven't been able to, obviously. Nope. And uh, I was like, dude, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I, I don't golf. I said, actually, what I said was, uh, I, I tried it once and I kept hitting, everybody kept getting mad at me because my ball would always go in the hole. And uh, he didn't reply. So he clearly thought that was a dumb joke. <laughs> yeah. He's probably uh, used to that with you, though, Fish. Let's be honest. All right. Seriously. Uh, best piece of career advice you've ever received. Somebody said, quote, I don't blame you for wanting to leave this place. It's so dysfunctional here. Wow. <laughs> it's career okay. advice. Okay. Uh, mm. So, oh, no, I'm sorry. There, it goes on. It was divided here. It was a weird rando. It was a weird text. And he says, I don't blame you for wanting to leave this place. It's so dysfunctional here. Eight years later, I'm still with the new place and definitely happy to work for a company whose values align with my own. Not exactly advice, but it was the right choice. Right. So sometimes you got to make the right choice, right? When you get the advice. Mm-hmm. 24-hour rule, Connie. You've heard this before. Never have a knee-jerk reaction. Always take a day to digest and think about events or actions at work. Don't go right. off on a rant. That has saved me time and time again. Sometimes things are not always what they appear until you stand back and take in the whole picture. For example, Connie, Steve, and I were in a meeting with this internet boosh that works for our company. And he uh, he, he sent me off and I should have taken 24 hours to go talk to him because it would have been a lot calmer. What a weird thing. Who told you to not go back in and start screaming? Right? When I I went back in, I apologized for screaming. And then? Who told you to go back in? Or who told you not to go back and and start screaming? Me. And yeah, you didn't I didn't listen. scream when I went. I didn't scream though when I went back. I actually apologized. I just was a little shocked at the meaning, but whatever. I won't get too into details. <laughs> but I will say you this. I will. I will say you this, my love. I'll say you this. <laughs> yeah, say me this. <laughs> yeah, I will say, say me this. this. All uh, right. Sometimes you get so shocked in the workplace, you get actually outside of your body. Like when you think no, one thing's going to happen. I mean, yeah. I was positive one thing was going to happen like you guys were like well this could happen and i'm like you fish guys thought we were going to get kudos and we got slammed i and had just started thought we were going to get this. kudos yeah, yeah. just i just started working fish. for this company and i oh, figured that I, it took me a while to realize it takes a while to get kudos anyway text question of the day <laughs> what's the best piece of career advice you have ever received somebody Whoa. else said learn to pick your battles you may be right Amen. but sometimes it's just the best to let it go let it go did you hear that let Steve? it go yeah yeah. Steve's the know-it-all of the group, so yeah. I am. Steve, yeah. by the way, told us earlier that he's never received advice that was good. good. He's gotten much <laughs> advice, uh-huh. just none no, that were good. Horrible. By the way, he's gotten quite a bit of advice from us, but apparently none of it was good or fit within the realm of his whatever. All right, uh, let's go on. Somebody, somebody else said, keep your opinions open. Don't work somewhere that makes you unhappy. True that. Amen. True that. Amen. Uh, the advice I give is work at home. Keep them separate. Don't add your coworkers on social media. Don't act like BFFs hanging out after work. Don't get coworkers involved in any aspect of your life, period. Connie, we'll do the top five-ish in a minute because I know you're going to take at least a good 20 or so seconds to talk about that one because that happened to us in a job when you and I were working about 15 years Say ago. Say it again. Say it again. What happened? Don't add your coworkers on social media. Remove that. Don't act like BFFs hanging out after work with your coworkers. Don't Mm -hmm. don't let them get involved in any aspect of your life. Period. Mm -hmm. We were friends with a lot of our coworkers, and uh, it's just drama. Just created drama. It was yeah, and I I I I bet it depends on the coworkers and you. 
and yeah. the kind of business it is. It probably depends on a lot of things. But in our experience, you know, I don't I don't hang out with a lot of coworkers and booze it up. I just don't. We were hanging you guys, out with. Oh, yeah. Yes. You guys. Yes. But anybody else? Um, I'm leery of that because I'm very mouthy when I'm buzzed. <laughs> One of, and the, I don't, one of the and I'm oh, very yeah, I opinionated it. and I don't want you know in a funny way, but people don't always take it that way. So yeah, not <laughs> well, worth it. we have an I have an example too. Like I mean, we're talking about that story, and I'm not going to get too deep into it. But here's the irony: we were Connie and I for some reason were always used as examples. Well, you know, Connie and Fish think this, and it was never yes. really what we thought or what we said no. to no. the degree where it ruined a friendship with yes. one of those coworkers for many years. Yes. Uh, now it's all better. And he yes. is in the top five-ish. So we will talk about is that. He? Yeah, after Aww, the break. Yeah, I love like that. It. Okay. Yeah. Text question of the day. We're doing the top five-ish right now. Simply, what is the best piece of career advice you have ever received? You're always anonymous when you message in, whether it's via the app, our text program, or of course, email at ConnieAndFish.com. At okay. ConnieAndFish.com. So, right out of the gate, start the top five-ish off. Somebody said advice. Oh, yeah. I got some for you. Always lower <laughs> okay. the volume of the radio on the radio so they don't hear what you're listening to. It's from a brother in pain. Listen to the old <laughs> show. Doesn't want to get busted. Don't do that. Turn it I up so it. everybody knows what, they, what you're listening to so they can tune in as well. Or... Unless they have a ban on it, some some uh, in, yeah. in the history of 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 the Connie and Fish show, we've heard from people who said that there were bans. Oh no! On True that dog. Well, you shouldn't Rude, work for right? those people. Yeah, yeah. I'd quit. Nope, Risk your career and blast the show. I can't even imagine how hard my job would be if I couldn't hear our show. All right. Somebody else <laughs> said, uh, "Best <laughs> advice for me was to always ask for help. Better to ask for help than do it wrong." I agree. Amen. That's true. Best uh, piece somebody, of career advice that you've ever received. Don't quit your one job until you have another one. Somebody else said, be comfortable with uncomfortable situations. Not saying yes to every task asked of you. It is scary to say no, but respect your boundaries and your mental health. Eh, oh, I could yeah. debate that a little bit. That's an interesting one. I could debate it a little, but I get what it. What are you going to debate about that? I could debate a little, but I get it. Uh, don't <laughs> say no to everything either, though. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to be the no person. But, yeah, I mean, don't say or yes. Or you may end up say, with no job. Yeah. But if you do mm -hmm. say yes too much, I mean, it could really mess up your life. There's a uh, fine line. Hamburger. Best you know? career life advice I ever got. Work to live, not to not live to work. Heard that before. Uh, uh -huh. Somebody else said, my sister ended up managing the company I worked for. I was making a crap ton of money. Toxic environment. I decided to go with a job offer at a different company, making five bucks more an hour and excelling in my career. And I'm happier. There wow. you go. There's a good one. Good example. New job uh, and more money. That's a bonus. Career advice. Top five is you're always replaceable. Everyone's no. replaceable. Don't Absolutely. think you're not. Whether mm -hmm. you're on the top or the bottom or the side. Yep. Uh, somebody said, I work alone. I tell myself to be on time and I do my best and be nice. It's been working out well. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, said the meanest boss ever, but he learned there's no training me. Carol messaged in. She put her name in there. Mm -hmm. uh, he ended up liking me. Uh, you're not here to make friends. You're here to do your job. Now shut up. Shut your yap, he told me. Wow. And uh, right. yeah, by the way, it's been over uh, 12, over 20 years now. I'm still here. I'm still here. He's fired. My yap's still going. Bah ha ha. <laughs> Suck it, go. Bob. All right. 
Uh, somebody else said uh, document everything, good or bad. I'm, I've become really good at that in my career ever since mm -hmm. uh, we had an old boss teach us that, Connie and I. Yeah. Uh, not all humans will like you, and that's okay. Top five-ish today, Con. Yeah. Text question of the day. The best piece of career advice that you have ever received. Forget everything I ever taught you and go learn what your bosses want you to do. There you go. Wow. That's an interesting one. Mm -hmm. Somebody else said, I work as a nurse tech at the hospital. The greatest advice I've ever been told is to be a nurse tech before you become an RN. Get to hmm. know the industry. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, best career. By the way, we're not going to get to all of these. We will post them online in a little bit. Best career advice I've gotten is to not take a job solely for the money. If you want to be happy or at least content, or you want to be happy and at least content with what you choose. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Guys. Best career advice that you've ever gotten. My best advice would be for my mom. Somebody messaged in, show up, do your job, never leave on bad terms, uh, terms and burn bridges. Also, I would like to add, don't get a job to make friends. That'll only create more drama. Get a job to make money and to do better with your life. I love it. Mm -hmm. Back in the mid 80s, Connie and Fish, some random stranger told me to get into computers. Smart. He said yeah. it's the way of the future. Smart. I didn't listen to him. I'm still oh. broke. And at the time, <laughs> I had $30,000 to invest, and I didn't oh, do it. Oh, man. Number four. Uh, career advice. Uh, this is a quote. I'm going to read this verbatim, word for, more, uh, word for word. It's actually mm -hmm. somebody Connie and I know in our industry. Okay. Uh, says, don't take a job for the money. Take a job because you love it. And then it's a quote. He says he was told that by a gentleman by the name of Jimmy Steele. Mm-hmm. Which uh, is another gentleman, Connie, and I know. Mm-hmm. Number three. Guys, I don't know uh, what I've ever, if I've ever received good career advice. Maybe that's why I just stare in the mirror in the morning and cry and wonder what I'm doing wrong. Oh. <laughs> I, I can't tell if they're kidding or being funny or not. I was like, oh, okay, I think well, they're that kidding. Sucks. Right? I don't I know. Hope. Maybe not. Number I hope, two. I hope they're kidding. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Uh, best piece of career advice, no matter what your job is, do it with pride and do it well. From sweeping the floors to being a boss, what goes with this is, as well is always treat everybody with respect. Mm -hmm. Everyone, no matter what their job. It's kind of yep. like that show, Undercover Boss. Yeah, absolutely. Which, by the way, the first time I saw it, I was thrown because I thought it was a story about hooking up with your boss. But no, your boss is actually undercover. <laughs> That's in different un being positions. under the covers with your boss. It's a little different. Yeah. Awesome spinoff, though. You're welcome, <laughs> uh, ABC. Anyway, uh, undercover boss that you never know. You could be mean to the janitor or custodian or custodial person or whatever at your job, mm -hmm. and it could be your boss. Or you could Absolutely. just be a nice human and not be a boosh, right? No kidding. Number one. Too much of that anyway. Okay, the hey, best burger. piece of career advice that you've ever been given, number one, is... All right, Connie, here we go. I, I, I pulled this one specifically for you. I love the drum roll. Thank you. The yeah. best advice I ever received for my career, Connie and Fish, hmm. don't trust anyone or confide in any of your coworkers. It's bound determined to come back and bite you in the ass. <laughs> All right. I like it. That's a, that's a mm. really, really uh, tough one. That's why I chose it as number one. It's like, yeah, yes and no. It's sad. Yes and no. It's, it's very sad. sad. How true very I find sad. that to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. And I wouldn't say with all of them, but. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're careful. 
you know? very careful, and it makes yeah. me sad. That's why I said it's a questionable one, because it really bums me out. You should be able to have a, a comfortable work environment, but it is your job. It's not your friendship circle, right? Yeah, so but I, like, get it. I don't feel that way about our staff. I think we're I all friends either. on our staff with Christine and Rob and the three of us, you know? Yeah. I think yeah. we're I think mm-hmm. we're all friends and and you know, they come over here and we have pool days and you know, I th- yeah. I think we're all friends. We all discuss work and things like that. Um but with people out that's our circle. That's our station. So yeah. I'm not talking about our station or other things with anybody else in the building. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean, but I I would say uh you know, I, I mean, I put it this way. We trust, like, our, our co-worker, Christine. Alicia trusts her so much. Last time Alicia was out of town for two days, Christine got to stay here for a couple nights to make sure I got up in time for work. It was Everything was fine. Don't worry about it in my one-bedroom home. What are you fine. talking about? You're so I just, weird. I was, yeah. I was just saying Christine may You're have slept so over. weird. And Alicia was like, I trust uh, her. It's fine. You want to go in the hot tub? That's cool. Okay, text question of the day. Suits? Done for another day. <laughs> Sadly. Um, Oh, my God. I just read something that I think is really interesting. Okay. Um, It's about the key to a happy life. Happiness? Did you say the key to a happy life? I did. I did. I said the key to a happy life. Did you say a key to a... (laughs) (laughs) All right. Sorry. Okay. That One was... or more of us has no rhythm. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's uh, not Steve. <laughs> I think we were nailing yeah. it. Yeah, I thought so. So, yeah. let me see if you agree with this. Okay. The key. The, there was a study done, and this study showed that the key to to being really, really, really happy is sometimes, not always, but sometimes, just ignoring your responsibilities, doing something fun, and truly not thinking about the consequences. Oh, yeah. So the researchers found that when you do do that again, sometimes just ignoring responsibilities that you have doing something fun and truly not thinking about the consequences. Now, that's kind of hard to do in my opinion. Um, But the researchers found that people who can actually do that, it helps your well-being and mental health. Huh? What do you think? Well, I think it depends on that. You know, I mean, first off, if you really... (laughs) You can do a lot of stuff. You can look into this a lot of ways. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, really ignoring your responsibilities, the key to a happy life, right? Is and ign- this is, is momentarily, this is not like a long-term thing. This is a momentary thing. Like if you need a mental health day and you just need to kind of regroup, you just go, oh, okay. you know what? Screw it. I'm done for today. I'm going to go to the beach. I'm going to relax. I'm going to have a corn dog and an ice cream cone. And yep. I'm not going to think about, what I should be doing, what I'm not doing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They said, um, you need to be able to mentally put aside your responsibilities, your hangups, and even your long-term goals once in a while in order to truly relax and enjoy your life. And the people who can do that have a better sense of well-being and they're less likely to suffer from depression, anxiety, and other mental health issues. See, the Isn't only that reason- fascinating? I think, I think it's, it's interesting. I think it's a great idea in theory. I think if you're an accountant and on a normal tax year where taxes are due on, what, the 15th of April, 
Uh, if you did that on April 14th, you'd get fired. So, right. yeah, I think it depends on the timing of ignoring. And uh, don't get me wrong. I, I'm all about being happy. But, you know, I mean, that's it, it depends on the timing and what projects are due. Right? Am I wrong here? Am I, I agree with that. Yeah. I if I have a big kill, responsibility but... coming up, I'm not just going to blow that off. Yeah. For but example, our show. Once it's done, if you need, if you need a day... Take your day. Yeah. Again, according to the study, the key to being really happy is sometimes, and again, this is for a moment, this isn't for a week or a month or a year, but sometimes just taking a day and ignoring your responsibilities, doing something super fun to you, and truly not thinking or even caring about the consequences. You just put them out of your head. They say it's good for your well-being and mental health. I think of uh, my mother. My mother was a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. Was an amazing stay-at-home mom. I mean, when I got older, she was like babysat on the side or whatever for this family, or she was their nanny or whatever you want to call it. That's right. how she started. That's why she moved to the United States from England when she was an au pair. She was right. 17. All right. So if she wanted to take a day, just have a Sylvia day, mm-hmm. then, you know, I, I think that's great. Unless it was, I'm really tired of my responsibilities. I met this real nice guy, you know, at the bar, and I'm going to go hook up with him for a moment in time. And then come back to my life. I don't think that's necessarily a great idea. That's not what they're saying, though, Fish. Yeah, they, but you they, always but take they, everything and make it so much weirder than it is. But it could that's be That's not what that. they're saying. No, that's not what they're saying. I mean, a little swingy swingy. They also <laughs> said, of course, self-control is important. Wow. You know what that, do you know what that is? That <laughs> do you know what self-control is? I do. I've heard of it. I know the definition. But I'm just saying, now you throw that in, the self-control <laughs> thing. At and they first, said... Uh, self-regulation, uh, research on self-regulation should pay just as much attention to, uh, hedonism and short-term pleasure. Ooh. <laughs> hedonism. hedonism. <laughs> That's a fun one. <laughs> Guys. Yeah. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Hear that, Steve? She's dropping all hedonism. Yeah. She wants to go on a vacation. Yeah. Connie wants to go on a vacation to get self-pleasure at hedonism. I got you. I feel you, Connie. I see what you're throwing out, girl. That place was a little freaky even for me. Yeah. When we walked through that resort and they took us on a tour and we were trying to get us to bring a group of people there. We were like, like, yeah, doors open, huh? You just don't care. Don't want to see that from the (laughs) click of six. Nope. Don't need to see that. We are good. So what do you think about this study? Again, they say sometimes just ignoring your responsibilities, doing something fun and truly not thinking about the consequences is the key to being really happy. Go ahead, Steve. I think it's awesome. I agree with yeah, that. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for mental health, but it seems like it, there's a chance that it could backfire, too. Like, if uh, how you mentioned, if you do lose your job because of it, it seems like that could hurt your mental health in the yeah. long run. So you want to just make right. sure that you're not going to seriously financially injure yourself by doing something right. dumb, by l- losing your income, essentially. But but I am all for right. that, 100%. I think mental health is more important than money 100% of the time. Well, yeah, I mean, if, me you, if Steve decided... You know, and I know it's a short moment in time, you said, but let's say Steve was like, hey, I'm going to skip three shows, you know, once a month and just go do something with my family and just skipped it and didn't, you know, call in sick or fake call in sick or take vacation or whatever. (laughs) Well, then I get fired. You get fired. I don't feel good. I'm really sick. No, you're not sick. You're plugging your nose, Steve. Come on. (laughs) We know what you do. Yeah. Get a better sick voice. (laughs) Come on, dude. Show me your sick voice. Yeah. Yeah. Diarrhea voice. Oh, I got diarrhea. 
diarrhea. Yeah, it's like a really bad, sick voice. Yeah, so it's just the worst. See, and that's my problem with it is it's just shucking your responsibilities. I have a problem with that. Yep. Yeah, you know? I do too. I do too. That's my only problem. That's my only problem with it. As long as once you threw in that whole, you know, be smart about it thing, I get that. I used to all the time, and I might do it again soon. Actually, uh, just kind of except it's in this weird time that we're in, right? Uh, I used to. Connie will remember this. I used to drive about an hour up north. I'd go to. It was a Best Western hotel. I'd lock myself in the room by myself. It was just me, and just kind of reset for a night. And then yep, drive an and you'd hour watch back. a million movies and order a pizza. Bingo. Big yep. old fat fish laying on a king size bed, no agenda, <laughs> no nothing. You know, no phone, no just just sitting up there and escaping. Yeah. Phone was turned off. Yeah. It was great. I used to love it. Used to mm-hmm. do it all the time. And it's nice to be able to reset and, and be able to do that. Now I gotta pack a bunch of masks and do that. So whatever. Maybe I won't do it. I'm making it yeah. sound a lot more complex than it is. Yeah. But again. The key to a happy life, uh, again, was what? To being truly happy is sometimes just ignoring your responsibilities, doing something fun, and truly, and that means you got to do it, not thinking about the consequences, not thinking like, oh, well, it's two in the afternoon and I've been ignoring my responsibilities. I'm going to have consequences tomorrow. Can't think of that way. You just got to take it and run with it. Like Jonah, for example, he messaged in via the app for the text question of the day. What's the best piece of career advice you ever received? And it was to turn our show down whenever his boss is approaching. Well, Steve <laughs> said, turn it up. And he yeah. said, screw it. I want to be happy. I'm going to do it. And he turned it up. And two <laughs> minutes ago, Jonah was fired for listening at work. Not no, really. he Not really. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. <laughs> no, Jonah was very happy, guys. <laughs> Yay. Can we have a little conversation real quick about the Emmys that uh, came out yesterday? Yes. Okay. And, and there's a question. Stuff. Well, and, 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 and I do. Uh, do you love it question. as much this year? Is it as, no. is it, because so the, the Emmy noms that came out yesterday are for what period from like last year at this time till now? Yeah. From like last year till uh, okay. like, let's say a month ago or something like that. So okay. for example, uh, Netflix, Got most of the they, Netflix gets all the Emmys. They got 160 nominations. HBO. Wow. Uh, actually, they, it's a new record high for a network in a single year. The previous was 137, which was yeah. HBO last year. HBO this year gets 107. And it's funny because like NBC and ABC, CBS isn't even in there with like the big numbers, but NBC mm-hmm. got 47 compared to Netflix 160. Right. Wow. Uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. That's in there. The big one is HBO's show, HBO's Watchmen, uh, which I haven't seen, but I've heard is really good. Ozark is in there, stuff like that. The Mandalorian is on Disney Plus. SNL got a lot of love, and The Crown did too. But Brad Pitt's nominated, uh, playing Doctor Fauci on SNL. He got a nomination. He got a nomination <laughs> really? for that. Yeah, I don't think I saw that. Did I? I don't watch SNL though. But uh, yeah, I mean, was, obviously, it, they had to have been in the last few months. It was pretty right? good. Yeah, it was it was yeah. pretty good. Uh, Fred Willard from Modern Family, he plays Phil Dunphy's dad, or played mm-hmm. Phil Dunphy's dad. He's on there in there as well. And okay. so there, I mean, there's quite a few good ones in there. But what I found interesting, okay, other than uh, as I look at it, I don't see a lot of people for the Modern Family, which it was their last year, and it was an excellent season. So yeah. I, I didn't see a lot of that at all. Uh, you, oh, by the way, the uh, Last Dance, ESPN's The Last Dance, okay. totally got nominated for documentary. Up against Tiger King, 
I hope the last mm. dance wins. I know Tiger King was huge, but I hope the last dance wins. Have you uh, seen that meme that says it's pretty sad when Tiger thing Tiger thing Tiger King is the most normal thing that happened in 2020. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love that meme. Yeah, it's so true. Like, are you serious? It, but yeah, you're right. You are, and it's true. It's true. Uh, what I'm curious about though, <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel's gonna host them. They're on the uh, oh crap in a can. When is it? September twentieth, twenty twenty. Twenty 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 twenty. Yeah, it's on twenty 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 twenty. And Kimmel's gonna be your host, but I wonder how they're going to do it on ABC. It's the seventy second, my lucky number, seventy second primetime Emmys. How are they going to do that? Is it gonna be Man. a giant Zoom thing? I, they'll put him in an auditorium. There's no way it's gonna be him at his house. For four hours on TV. So you think he's going to be no in an way. auditorium by himself, though? Are they going to have, like, little standees Something. for everybody, like baseball? I hope they put him in a huge arena, and they so that everyone has, like, eight seats between them. So, like... Yeah. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. That's a good idea. Like, because I don't know. They always, yeah, and they always have seat fillers there because there aren't enough famous people to fill that whatever, right. whatever center they do it at. Um, yeah. So they could... Technically, but they'd have to skip a few rows too, and then kind of stagger them. Yeah, and, yeah. I don't. I know. think it'd be funny if they did it like that. I think it would be think kind of maybe put in too. cardboard cutouts too of the seat fillers. <laughs> well, and think about it. The Mandalorian wins for best drama series. Let's say it won't, but let's say mm. it does. I don't mm-hmm. think it will, but let's say mm-hmm. it does. So you've got best drama series. Twenty people usually go on stage. Are they going to zoom in twenty people on your TV at the same time? If it's all people from home, right, or Microsoft Teams or whatever. I mean, if I were Microsoft Teams, I'd be begging them for the gig because Zoom's kicking your butt. You know, I mean, if uh, uh, I almost said the Creek Place, and I, I might as well, there's no reason S's to say. Creek. So let's say <laughs> S's Creek or the Good Place. Let's say on NBC, if the Good or Kaminsky Method on Netflix wins for Best Comedy Series, are they gonna zoom in? You know, Michael Douglas should Michael Douglas, who's 150 years old, really be going to <laughs> the Emmys? You know, well, I mean, he's, he's a grown-up. It's, it's their own choice, right? Yeah. They're grown-ups, yeah, so. I mean, Emmys is not one of my favorite shows when it comes to this. I love the Golden Globes, the Oscars, and whatnot, but I, I'm still, I like the Emmys more than the Grammys. I still would like to watch it. I will watch it, but I, I don't know how they're going to do it. It doesn't Yeah, I'm going to watch it me. just to see how they're going to do it, because I think it's interesting. If he's just standing in, in there by himself, I will watch literally for 30 seconds and be done. Yeah. Yeah, and it'll be like, care. okay, what are you going to do? You're going to do a bunch of jokes about staying at home and how, like, uh, you zoomed in, and maybe Matt Damon comes With out of your bedroom. With the weird delay the whole time. Yeah. He'll make some it's... joke, and then nothing will happen, and then all of a sudden you'll hear, No, and you got Kimmel and Damon. in laughter. Yeah, Kimmel and Damon will do a skit. baseball is doing with the cheering. That'd be great. I think that is actually working. In my opinion, the baseball games that I've seen, and I've watched, I think, three of them now. Um, the ones that I've seen, it I don't even notice, other than right when I sit down to watch, I don't even notice that it's fake. Yeah. You know, that it's not, I mean, it's real applause. It's just not happening live. Mm-hmm. Here's the problem. I don't even notice that, that it's fake. It's done so well. I like that that's working and that it's and it looks good and the sound quality is good. The problem yeah. is when you start zooming people in, the, I mean, anytime I play a clip from somebody that's got a zoom or whatever, it's always like this, and it's sound like this. Right. right. And it's just not, it, it sucks. I'm like, come on, man. I mean, this, I don't know how they're going to do it. By the way, Connie, uh, I wanted to mm-hmm. let you know, Dead to Me, uh, outstanding lead actress in a comedy series. Both of them got nominated for that same one. Did they? Yeah, yeah I love awesome. Christina Applegate. I want to lick her face. She's so um, cool. There's only one more season of it, and it's done. Uh, one smart. more. 
Yeah. Just wrap it up. Call it. They're probably going to. Oh, and this is us. Uh, somebody texted in and asked about this is us. The guy, the one guy that always gets nominated, got nominated. Sterling K. Brown. Yeah. He's yep. amazing. Yeah. He's amazing. He's amazing. Hey, the other dude doesn't a... ever, his brother in the show doesn't get a nominate, doesn't get a nominated. He doesn't get nominated. He's been nominated, but Sterling K. Brown is just such a good actor. He always gets nominated, unlike the other brother that didn't get nominated. He also gets a spicy meatball after he gets nominated. Yeah, no no spicy meatballs for you. That doesn't sound bad. I'd take a spicy meatball. Jamie Verney Bork Bork. Yeah, no, he's not for you, my friend. I have a question for you, Connie. Yes. Tell me if you recognize this song. Johnny Yes. You know the name no, of No, I've it? never heard this song before in my life. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, here it goes. Hold on. Yes. Devil Goes Down to Georgia. Yeah, you yes. got it. You're, it's like mm-hmm. we're, we're listening to it in concert right now when you were just jamming out. Okay. <laughs> yes. What if I just told like you, what if I mm-hmm. told you that I had a version of that song that was newly released by the rock band Korn? Is that something you'd be curious to hear? Yes. Yeah. Okay, they, they recorded Yellow Wolf to do some vocals in it. Here it is. The boy said, my name's Johnny, and it might be a sin, but I'll take that bit and you're going to quit because I'm the best there's ever been. Doesn't it sound like they're drunk playing and they just started jamming out? Because I like corn. I'm not lying. I really do like corn. Uh, but it's like, and see, it, it I'm not like a, a I'm not a, I'm not a big corn fan, but I like that song. Yeah, I, I like they, that. But, you know that version of like, it. Yeah, do it's you? Fine. Okay, I'll play a it's little It's okay. Bit more than, tell me if it sounds like a cluster to you. Here, hold on. You ready? Yeah, I like it. it. Just, uh, really? Okay, it's maybe rocky. my ears bad. All right, I would. Uh, I would rather <laughs> listen to. I don't know. I'm just gonna throw this out there out of nowhere. A bunch of seals singing a seal song. <laughs> oh, gosh, what? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oops, that's actually seal. That's not seal. That's actually that's... seal. Oh, yeah. it's sad. Yeah, I'm sorry. I What's actually sad? The worst of, that's because that's the worst of the two versions. Yeah. I okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like to bust this out about every other week. I know you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just love seals and I think their life story is so sad. I want you and I, we have not done karaoke in a while. I want you and I to go to a karaoke bar. And I want you to and I to get really way. emotional. And I want us to pretend that we're married to each other. And we need to say that this was played at our wedding. And they start playing it. And everybody's like, oh, my God, I hope these guys nail this song because they're going to nail it. And we're going to say, but when we got married, we got married in Alaska. And actually, Seals sang our song. And I want you and I to be like, I don't think we'd be able to do it without dying laughing. I don't think we oh, should do great. it. I want to do it. I want to do it tomorrow. I want to go to a bar if we can find one and do it. Because that would be I'm not going awesome. to a bar with you tomorrow. But it is okay. funny. It would be funny. After enough drinks, I think it would be funny. 
in seven years when we can travel outside of our country, you and I need to go to a resort with a bunch of listeners and sing that song. <laughs> Once we can leave oh the U.S. Gosh. And by the way, that's seven not because of the coronavirus. That's because the authorities have told Connie and I we need to wait seven years to travel out of the country. Yeah. So, yeah, once we can do that, we'll be good to go. I, I would like to do that. Can you imagine everybody sitting there looking at us like, what is that? great. <laughs> What'd be great is if we really nailed it too. You know, Scott Staff version we're of like Creed high-fiving seals. each other afterwards. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> it'd be awesome. I want to do it. Come on. Uh, I just got really hot for some reason. Yeah, you yeah, did you because did. you're hot. Yeah, wow. get it, girl. Oh, you boys. Oh. You boys are silly. It's funny that you say hot because I think Steve will know this is a hot thing, but this is not just a hot thing. This is becoming a trending thing. Steve, do you know what asthma is or is it, do you just say ASMR? I don't know what ASMR. Okay. Asthma? I like asthma. (laughs) I don't know. What is it? Steve, what's asthma? Uh, ASMR is like, it's just you watch stuff and it calms you. It's like weird things. It could be anything from like uh, just someone typing and just the sound of a keyboard typing to someone eating something to someone uh, like cutting soap with a with a pocket knife. Just a a whole range of weird things it could be. For example, Mm -hmm. Jessica Alba, who is, you know, brilliant, uh, did a little bit of Hollywood. Uh, super hot. Yeah, One of the hottest women of ever to live in the world. De- definitely very attractive woman. <laughs> but she's more than that. How do you she's really also feel, Steve? A very good she business is person. absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> you don't need to be sexist all the time, Steve. Yeah, is that sexist? I don't no, think I'm that's just kidding. sexist. Uh, no, so anyway, she's also brilliant as a business person. And she and her 12-year-old daughter, her daughter's name is Honor. Okay, yeah, I love that. Uh, which, I mean, you talk that's about worrying name. about your kid getting picked on in school, but it is a great name. She and her 12-year-old daughter, Honor, and her friend Lizzie Math- uh, Mathis did, uh, okay. Jessica's friend Lizzie, did an ASMR, ASMR video, okay, okay, where they're just talking about things. So I want Connie to hear this and tell me this wouldn't drive you nuts. So you're watching a video of the three of them. Imagine that, right? Okay. And here's what they do. Yeah, the whole video is like that. It is six minutes long. Yep, they're whispering. Yeah, that doesn't do it for me. That doesn't do it for me, but watching somebody um, cut soap or like plant something or I don't know, things like that, I think would be kind of cool, to be honest with you. I I think that we should do a Connie and Fish Ask Mr. Video. And uh, ass right? mister, you keep adding that, to it. I think it's, I think it's, it's asthma, ASMR. ass mister. Uh, yeah, I think it's ass Mr. mister. Ass, it's gonna be we, shortly. Yeah, we should do an, an ass mister video and just do a whole show. You can you imagine if we did a whole show like this? Like, oh, God, no, I couldn't talk like that for that long. No, that was funny. Yeah. No, no, stop. That's no, even annoying right now. I'm, see, I'm annoying you with my ass, mister, and I'm sorry. Yeah, I, was just I couldn't saying, do that. No, I, I couldn't either. Like, I'll, I'll skip forward in the video. Watch. She's got a 12-year-old with her, so I'm sure there's not swears. All right, here we go. Oh, they're That's drinking. Not nice water. Hey, it's, not bad. it's really good. It's really good. They're talking about coffee, and they, someone mm-hmm. said something mean, and she said, That's not nice. Oh, no. Hey, Steve, if you want to watch hmm. it, I mean, it is just. I could album. watch somebody like like making ice cream. 
or something but that's like swirly them? like that, like you know, like putting frosting on a cake. Like I didn't you know, know I mean? Ass Mister was actually making ice cream and stuff. I actually just thought it was talking, so I didn't know that, Steve. I, I I've only you know heard about it. Like in the cutting past few soap, months. I totally get it. That the cutting soap Cut. thing. What's cutting soap? Is that a slang term for something? No, it's literally. There's literally videos of just hours of people taking a pocket knife to soap and cutting it. Or even like makeup too. I've I've seen one where they take uh oh what's that stuff in the little compact like you put up the compact and it's like powder, the, yeah powder foundation thing or whatever and they yeah. and they just carve that up and almost like it's one of those Zen gardens where they'll put like little designs right. in it yeah with like toothpicks right. and stuff. It can be all oh sorts of God. weird stuff. This uh, like fish, don't Steve. you remember the Irish Spring um television or uh, TV oh. commercial Irish where he Springs. cut the soap. Didn't you get a oh, yeah. special? Yeah, I remember that. that Didn't you get a special yeah. tingle? <laughs> yeah. I, knew, I know that's what I you're did. going for. Didn't like, you get oh, a special I was. tingle? I was. <laughs> I'm, here, I'm here to give you a, your morning rise right now yeah. with Irish Spring. Uh, uh, there is a, there, Connie, there is a one hour long video of somebody carving soap to help you sleep with relaxing sounds and no mm -hmm. talking. And it is one hour long. One hour long. It's one it hours long. One hours long. <laughs> one hours long. Oh, it's one hours long. It's got 18 million plus views. Yeah, and that doesn't surprise is, me. Or yeah. what about like blowing glass? That is cool. I could watch that all day long. Blowing Have you ever watched glass? anybody blow glass? No. Yeah, you know, no. when, they, when they're when they forming, like when they're making glasses and. And bases, and it's all hot. And mm -hmm. somebody blew me a Other glass bomb once. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a weed right. guy, but right. I got a fish. Stuff. I got a yeah. fish-shaped glass bong given to me once, and I anyway it made me. He had me. He didn't make me. He let me watch him make it. He was like, <laughs> "Watch <laughs> me make this bong." <laughs> he tied it up. He's like, "I'm making it." Yeah. 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 Ass <laughs> it's ass, Mister Time. I'm tying you down. It's ass, Mister Time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's time to yeah. go. Jeez, Steve, you made it weird. See how Aww, I just played Steve. Did I yeah, again? Steve I made it do. weird. Sorry, everybody. Have a good day. <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you in the morning. Oh, okay. <laughs> Shut up and watch me make this. I'm whispering. Have a good day at work. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Put your muffin down. Get out of your car and go to work. Now it's the Connie and Mitch show. All up in your face radio. Check out the dynamic duo. Good Shaka Connie, Shaka Connie, let me W Shaka Connie. Shaka Connie, that's all I wanna do. Wake up. I don't wanna get up. 